Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> wow, a lady's voice on the podcast. Oh, finally turned 19. Now you can travel to Canada and you will be legal there. You have lived for 19 years. You can go to Canada and drink beer. beer. <laughs> In one year, you will not be a teenager anymore. Because in one more year, that realm of your life will be gone. So now you're 19, and from what I've seen, you are definitely one hell of a guy. Girl. <laughs> Today I'll sing a song, and I hope that everybody sings along. And I hope they remember this day with a dumbass happy birthday song. Happy birthday, Ballet Bonnie. Happy 19th birthday, Dave. Woo! Woo! Oh, thank you. Best birthday present ever, that was obviously. awesome. Uh, I worked a long time to get that ready for you. Oh, thank you. It did. It did. He's never, ever played that before, you know. That's the first time ever, that is. Happy birthday, Tara. Thank you so Happy much. Happy birthday. Thank you. I'm 26 on the 26th. Not 19 at all, then. No. you get any special privileges when you turn 26 over there? Um, no. No, Mike. Yeah. Anything special? I think in the U.S. you can rent a car when you're 25. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You can get pissed, but you could do that since you were like 14. This is that'll give you free stuff on your birthday. Last year I got a free Nando's. Nice. Can't you need free stuff on your birthday. Is that <laughs> Some places that'll give you like a free drink or free dessert. Yeah. Or... I'm gonna try tomorrow. We're going to. Um, like an American type diner called Smokies, and they do hot dogs and stuff. So I'm going to see what I can get free from there. Hell yeah! There you go. Yeah. Good luck. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for my song. It was lovely. Yeah. It was nice singing, you. Well done. Oh, you cop out. Yeah. Hello. Right. Oh, he's back. Okay. She's, anyway, she was hoping you that you would do a birthday thing for her. She was actually helping for that. So. <laughs> well, there you go. You made her. Right. Are we ready to get going then, people? Ready. So. Cool. All right, here we go. Hello to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about it. Ballin', 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 ballin'. Stew story time and Jimmy's game breakers. Here comes Juju. I would draw my question. Yeah, I guess you're right. Who cares? This guy is an idiot. Yeah, boy. What else did you want to discuss? Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. Spring break! Yeah! Hello and welcome to show 167 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 167! I need to let... Yay! Oh. I am making a major sacrifice this week. Well, it's not really yeah. me. The Duchess is forcing me to make a major sacrifice. Actually, before you tell people, what I think you're going to be doing is paying attention. Just I, I don't want to promise that. Let's not go crazy here. But the Duchess went to New Jersey for a week, and she took her laptop, which means I had to boot in the Mac operating system. And... <laughs> 
as a result, I have sound effects, but I do not have the ability to play Skyrim while we're recording, so I apologize. Everybody who wanted to hear me playing Skyrim during the show, it ain't happening. Look, no one ever hears you playing Skyrim during the show. The only reason they know is because you're not paying attention. I'm not what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But hopefully I'll be a little quicker on the sound bites this week. Absolutely. So are you telling us that, like, you know, you're just going to play more Skyrim sound effects to make up for it? Is that what you're saying? I guess. Yeah, oh dear. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, Duke is here with his board and no Skyrim. Hey, wait. Go to bed! Sure thing, Dad! It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your NES! Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth! (laughs) Get the Simpsons game for your NES from Acclaim! Classic. Thanks, J.H. Rocker, for sending me that. Well, we've also got Chinny here. There you go. I should skip ahead to, or is this it? Keep going. I don't mind if you don't mind one step at a time. By <laughs> the time we've walked this line, all will be fine. If you dance as good as the glitch. What is that? So- uh, so I take it you've uh, you've signed up for cringe then. So since last week, uh, Duke has introduced me to a subreddit for those that for, for people that don't know us. Subreddits are kind of categories within Reddit, uh, and there's one called cringe, and I've been slightly addicted to it. Oh, dear. It's so hard to look away. Maybe obsessed with it, uh, and one of the songs uh, is uh, a song by. Uh, a guy called Glenn Lang, uh, and he's the most awkward, gangly, weird-looking fellow you've ever seen. Um, and that is a song called Unwind, which is which sounds very awkward. But wait, he has a music video to go along with it, where uh, he uh, wow, he's uh, <laughs> he jumps up and down on some stairs. He's uh, cringe, cringe is where I got the fedoras are awesome. Clip. Fedoras are awesome. Fedoras are awesome. So that's enough of that. So, um, um, uh, the thing is, right, the reason that I knew "Unwind" was a great song was because I, 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 I played it once, right, and the next day I sang it, and I haven't done that with massive, you know, tunes that are in the charts. <laughs> let's say massive tune. Well, like, uh, let's get ready to rumble. Funny enough, um, <laughs> me and Tara was playing a game where we was. We was trying to whistle songs, and I was trying to think of the most random song ever. And one of them <laughs> yeah. was "Let's Get Ready, Ready, Let's Get." Yeah, well, ready. that's that's number one in the iTunes charts now, isn't is it? Is it? Yes. Why? Because the, the at the end of you know Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway thing that they have on Saturday right. night, obviously. At the end, they did the you know the reunion thing with Blue and oh. Atomic Kitten and all that jive. Well, they came on and did Let's Get Ready to Rumble with the dance and everything. Well, by Sunday, it was number one in the iTunes charts. Right. <laughs> the power of TV for you, that there is. You Jimmy, I don't understand why this techno party from Belgium in 1997 is on your cringe playlist. This is awesome. Um, that... <laughs> 
Hard so that, style rules. I'm I'm planning on posting that with a why white people are lame uh, comment. <laughs> <laughs> they are very very lame in this video. There is no doubt about it. <laughs> they all look exactly the same. Ah, oh, that's fun. So fun. Oh, fun. Stuff. Yes. And who are you, host? Yes, uh, I'm the daddy, as always, the host of the show. The host yeah, he, with the most. Oh, that's, that actually exemplifies me better. Is, is it here <laughs> the sound clips coming through more clearly tonight? They are. They're, they're very good, I actually. I get when I'm this. not on the Duchess's computer. I don't know why her computer would be quieter than mine, but... I did I, think I, that. I <laughs> Yeah, they turn that one clear. down. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, I actually. That was I, here's the thing. This, 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 hey, I have a story time this week. It's Duke's story, story. time. Wow. Story time. I know, right? The uh, the students. Okay, so at our school, we have this fundraiser for a charity called Poverty Stops Here, and they encourage teachers to say like, if you raise a hundred dollars, I'll wear a silly hat all day, or I'll like shave half of my head, or whatever it is. And I said, I'm not doing any of that, but I will do. This. If we raise $100 by the end of the week, I will not talk on Friday. So they raised $100, and I had to not talk in class all day on Friday. And I used a text-to-speech thing on the AT&T website, and I used a lot of flashcards, and I wrote a lot on the board, you know, like questions I wanted to ask them, and I had to do a lot of snapping and stuff. End of the day, I totally forgot that I had the soundboard ready to go, and I didn't even use it. Oh, man. So then as it we were, I was like, I started making these motions with my hand, like bashing myself in the head. They were like, what? And I, I wrote into the little computer thing, I did not even use my soundboard. And they go, soundboard? And I start playing them. This guy is an idiot. So. Yeah. <laughs> but they love that. Yeah. I told you about the time I accidentally used the soundboard when we were reading. Yeah. Did they have a touch screen and they let you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They accidentally touched it, and by total coincidence, they happened to touch the soundboard right when a character had died or something like that. It was, it was the weirdest moment I've ever had. Teaching. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I, I want to start off with a shout out this week. I want to give a shout out. Uh, at yeah. the it's time for a Colbert Report yeah. shout out. Hey, in reverse. Yeah, I want to shout out CP off the overseas connection. Oh yeah, because. Because he actually takes notice of what I say. Because he remembered I spoke at length about Year Walk uh, <laughs> on our show. Year Walk. Whereas other people, namely Mike Chin, <laughs> couldn't even remember that. <laughs> yeah, somebody, at least someone takes some notice of what I say on the show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus. Why? What did you say? I don't know. I, don't... <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> I talked about the game Year Walk on the iPad. Me and, and Duke are too busy uh, talking behind your back. I know, I know. I think that's what's going on. It's terrible, terrible, I say. I can't help it. It's Duke's fault. How can you blame Duke? He's too busy playing Skyrim to be talking to well, you. Well, but I can triple task. I can play Skyrim, <laughs> I can do the podcast, and I can make fun of you with uh, with Chinny on... What are you, an yeah. honorary woman? Exactly. What? Jeez. Well, they can multitask, can't they? I hate what to bring this do. to you. A lot of guys can multitask, too. Well, I'm not that's too sure about that. The, I don't think that's something that's prohibited by the Y chromosome. Anyway, oh, by the way, I was I was listening to the didactic syncast, and I have a correction for an English teacher pronouncing a word wrong. Oh yeah, what's that? Yeah, you said the word skiving, but you pronounce it skiving. <laughs> so I thought I'd just let you know that. Uh, I don't but pay attention to how I say things. Uh, skiving it means when you skive off work, when you're sort of off work without any good reason. 
because he was talking about like uh, skipping school. Poor yeah, poor people's. Uh, uh, oh, right, because Haju uh, Chang had written it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's British yeah, yeah. for all intents and purposes now. Exactly. So I, skiving. So yeah, it's how do, how are you supposed to say it? Sky. Skiving. Well, I said skiving. Skiving. Yeah, or skiving. I can't imagine why I would have said skiving. I I skis when you're in your underpants, right? If I've been skiving, you said, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, now I know. You learn and you live. You learn and you That's live. Skyping. There you go. Are two you things I'm talking about video games? Actually, two we're things, you know, I'm having very difficult times with learning and living. Yeah. So you know, you know when Chini doesn't turn up to the overseas connection, that's when he's skiving. There you go. Good uh-huh. example. Real Which is what I'll be doing tomorrow. I have a good excuse though. It's um, it's uh, BB's birthday. Birthday. Five on his birthday. BB. BB. I play a birthday song for her. <clears throat> no, I'm just kidding. No. Hey, by the way, you know what that means, don't you? What's well, that? That next year he'll be skiving off our show, won't he? Why is I that? I thought it goes forward a day. Is it forward? I thought it was backwards. Oh, I thought it always goes forward a day. Uh, oh, well, we'll be all right then in that case. We'll be all right. Uh, uh, yes. know which day of the week it's going to be on. Yeah, because last year were a leap year, so it wouldn't have applied, would it, I guess? I'll tell you what, I've, even, I've already looked. All right, and yeah, it's on a Wednesday. Oh, well, we're fine thank then. technology. Oh, thank God. Panic over. Panic thank over, and I can't work out calendars. It's between us and the sun, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God. Stupid sun. What's all that about? Take that, sun. Anyway, games, video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about some of those, shouldn't we? Right. So, in that case, Chinny, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? So, I've, uh, I've purchased a game uh, this week, or last week. Gears of War uh, Well, I actually bought one. I bought it with real ah, money. Ow. Um, God, Gears of War Judgment. Oh uh, yeah. Possession. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I, I bought two games this week, but um. So I'll tell you what happened with Gears of War. So I, I went to Asda to buy it because I'd finished work and town wasn't open. All right. So I thought I'd go to Asda. Asda shit. Fuck you, Asda. All right. Because it didn't have anything. <laughs> Um, so I had to go to Tesco, and it was one of these mega Tescos, Stu. So yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's, Duke, it's the kind of ones that you hate because they suck all the the private businesses and you know. But then at the same time, love because they have everything. I so know, you right? Go there. But here's the question: Do they have? Do the workers have bracelets on? No, I, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, you were talking about that, weren't you? But no. that's actually, I think, just in the warehouses. So probably they don't have yeah. them on the on the floor yet. Not yet. They will. Anyway. So I went anyway. to this Tesco and I, the, I saw the game Gears of War Judgment. I thought great. Then I saw a label above it, and I thought, hmm, maybe I should turn my head slowly to look at this label. <laughs> so I <laughs> did. Work, I guess. I guess you're right. Who cares? So, because I'm a busy man, as you know, Duke. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, should I turn my head? I play that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll turn my head. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of work turning your head and all. So I turned my head slowly. Is this getting too much detail? I turn my head slightly towards. I mean, it must have been about, you know, three degrees to the to the left, um, and saw that it was twenty nine pounds. And I thought that's rather Ooh. cheap for a brand new game. It's good. Um, but there's always a catch. Hang on a second. You said you're a busy man. I'm a busy man. Did you have to spend forty pound on oh, you? Oh, the bet. Do it again. Listen, I don't have time to play with the phone here. I got a lot of stuff I got to get done. True. Uh, so I don't have time to be looking at signs and stuff. I've got a lot of stuff to get done. So 
uh, it's twenty nine pounds, but the plot thickens uh, yeah. because it, it's it's not just a straight deal. You have to buy two thousand one hundred points to get this mm-hmm. saving. And I looked at it and I thought I could do with some points. I could do with some, right? Um, and I'll get it a little bit cheaper. Uh, I'm just looking over at Tara's screen. She's playing Saints Row the Third, and she's texting. Uh, anyway, now, uh, so I, I thought, why not? I'll get the points. I so I I look slightly down where the points are situated. Bear in mind, there's a lot of effort required to look slightly down. Is there and... another exciting development? Sorry. Is there more exciting developments to come? Oh yeah, it, the plot thickens even more. What, even further. <laughs> You should play that after uh, what I say next. Right. So I look, I look down. Right. I look down below Gears of War where the Microsoft points yes, are. Yes. So yeah, there's yeah. there's three columns uh, for, for for different things, and you have to buy the two thousand one hundred points, right? So there's a column for eight hundred points, and there's a to the left and to the right. There's a column for four thousand two hundred points, but in the middle where the two thousand one hundred points are, it was empty. And I was oh, like, goodness. WTF, the OMG, oh, my good. Yeah. All right, so I went up to the, <laughs> so I went up to the, to, to the, to the, to the staff. All right, and I, I kicked the door down. There wasn't a door because it was a Tesco, <laughs> but I kicked it. I kicked one down anyway, and I said to the woman, "Excuse me, um, could you, could you just like that?" Uh, I mean, I said, I, I went up to her and I went, <gasps> um. There appears to be no more points left. I, Boy, I said to, I somebody just, got fired for that blunder. I explained the situation as if she didn't know anything about it, and of course <laughs> she, she didn't. Uh, and I said, I, 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 and she said, I'm sorry. She did try, uh, but I, there's no points available. There are no points left with the points things. Oh, so for well, see, I haven't even talked about the game yet. Uh, so I thought they can't. Well, surely, surely, surely they can't offer the deal if they can't fulfil the deal. Exactly. Anyway, and I, I tried to barter. I was trying to use my barter points from Fallout and said, "Can you use the 800 points or whatever?" Um, you hadn't leveled that up enough, had you? Uh, I didn't level up my speed. So anyway, I, I thought, well, I came in here to buy for 40 pounds. It's not. It's no big deal. I buy for 40 pounds. <laughs> that was the conversation, All right? Um. Because, you know, money ain't a thing. You know what I mean, Stu? Money ain't a thing. No, so no it doesn't matter. I, I, I went to, to walk towards the till, and the plot... Do get ready with it. The plot thickens. I'm ready. Oh. I or saw that the my, part? Uh, no, I plot my... Th- the plot... Th- this is brilliant. The plot <laughs> thickens. I saw my gaming friend. Who hasn't been for a while, all right? Uh, get ready with it again, Duke. Hold on. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> this is going better than I thought it would. It is. Uh, this, is why I don't, this is why I don't plan anything I say, because I had no idea I was going to say any of this, and it turned out to be way funnier than I thought. Um, so I, I said to... I haven't saw him for a while. I said to Chris, I said, Chris! And he, and he, and he without even saying hello, he says, I know why you're here. <laughs> this is you're here for gears. Come on. Oh, wait, says, I pressed the wrong button. You, you, you're here for Gears. And I says, yes, I am. He says, have you got the, the, the 2,100 points? And he, I said, no, they don't have any points left. And then he said, well, I have it. I've just got it. And I went, where are the points? God damn it. Where are 
are the points? Where are they keeping them? And there was a different stand. Oh. Uh... So anyway. But that woman was rubbish then, wasn't she? Yeah. No. How big is this store? It is nah. humongous. Right. Absolutely humongous. Yeah, but she could have checked on the system to see if they had any in stock, and then she would have been able to tell you she was rubbish. Anyway, um, so let's get to the to the crux of the matter. Is what? the writing the best video game writing ever in the history of what? ever? Is is it is a war judgment like what is my judgment? Ah, I see what you did there. On the judgment. <laughs> um, I only played it once, and then I bought another game called Operation Flashpoint, which I played two years ago because I wanted to finish it off with Marsh. <laughs> what? <laughs> so wait, I, said, I bought two games, and the other game was Operation Flashpoint, which I bought <laughs> for four pounds because Marsh and I let's cast our ears back to <laughs> July 2011. It's- both co-op games, right? We're in 2011 now. Oh, oh my god, my hair is so long. <laughs> oh, I can't play Operation Flashpoint because it keeps crashing. Love Film have sent me a shit game. Maybe one day I'll buy it and finish it off. We're back in 2013. Oh, dude, Obama was just about to announce that Osama bin Laden had been killed. Okay. Um, um, yeah, the the, the I've been I've, I wanted to finish that game because I enjoyed it and I have never finished it and I'm on the last level now. So that's what I've been playing. Operation. And it's working. You've no issues. No issues. So it's obviously the disc. Though. It's good. It's good. I won't talk much about it. It's a very good military shooter. Um, and it's really like every enemy in the game. It's Operation Flashpoint Red River. For people that don't know, um, every enemy in a game is a is a deal, is a problem, you know. So as soon as you get a red blip on your map, it's like ah, and <laughs> he caught me off guard with that one. Um, <laughs> it did, it did. And uh, it's good that you fra- you swap them around these kind of things. Yeah, you I like to keep things fresh. Keep them fresh. Um, fresh. Uh, so yes. Um, you're walking along, and it's very open. It's very open. The maps are humongous, almost as big as that Tesco. And it, like every time there's a blip, like a red blip on your map, it's, it's a you have to kind of deal with it. It's it's a very slow thing. And if you get hit, if you get shot once, you have to heal yourself. You have to stop yourself from bleeding, which is a circle bar, which takes a while. And then you have to pass, then you have to heal yourself. Which is another circle bar, so it takes a while. That's if you get hit once. So it's a little bit of a hardcore military shooter. So if you're into that kind of thing, then that's what you get. But Marsh, I think Marsh, you would love it. Marsh, yeah, loves, it. Marsh loves this type of stuff. So um, I, I wouldn't play it if it wasn't for Marsh. I admit, but I, I do get some enjoyment out of them. Um, I, I did play Gears of War Judgment for a, a, for one multiplayer session. I played the. Um, you play that new the, thing, the the multiplayer objective thing. Yeah, yeah, the, so, the e-hole cover defense thing. That's it. Yeah. So uh, cool. I like it. I played the it demo. It's cool, but I, I, I've heard that there are only like four maps, which is like a bit oh, yeah. shit. Uh, I just like the that there's classes and there's a medic class, and when you have someone who's down, you can just throw a grenade at them and they revive. That's cool. I'll, yeah, and I I think that the medic 
uh, in the locusts is a lot more effective. You know what I mean? Because like, well, in the other in the other games, it was the can- cactus or cactus or something. The thing um, that screamed and everybody got a little bit of health back. Like that, and it gets everybody to get healed up. There, he's a lot more useful as a locust. And he he, he kind of works like, um, uh, what was the name of beast beast mode? Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, so, yeah. You know how in beast mode, too, you have to kind of start off as a ticker or a very low level. Yeah, you work your way up. Yeah, and you get points. Things. And you, that's what yep. happens with the this, but it's locusts versus humans, and you have to... The locusts, kind of, the, a, yeah, like a, like a team death match and a... I mean, it is also an objective, but the locusts aren't just you get to be the grunt and that's it. Yeah. You have options about which kind of locust you want to be. And I, I thought it was pretty good. Like, um... Uh, it, it, I mean, from four maps of that, that seems a bit flat. Um, yeah. But I haven't really played much more of it. So and then again, you know, Epic likes to come out with extra maps after the game's out, and don't they? Yeah, but come on, like shipping with four maps is a bit. Oh, I know, but if it's just four maps for that one game mode, and then there's others for the others. I think there's just four maps. Just, wow, just that's a bit weak. That is yeah, weak. I think, I think so. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I, that's what I've heard. Wow. Well, see, they don't know that everyone's just buying it for the story. Yeah, but is this says, not more likely? Oh, Missile wrote this. Yeah, but is this is this not more likely? Oh, we'll save these other maps to do, you know yeah. DLC later yeah. down I mean, but, but, but which is weird because well, I suppose it's not weird. It just means they have to do less work. But you know, they should they should ship with if they ship with like ten maps and then bring yeah. bring, the, bring on the DLC. Like no, at least at least eight. At least eight. eight. Yeah, at least double. It's it. a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know, it's just... How many maps did uh, Black Ops 2 ship with? Probably about 8, 10, I don't know. Yeah, 8, I think 8 is a fair amount. Fair number. And then, you know, Yeah, DLC after I'm not 100% sure on this four maps thing, so I might be wrong. So somebody might be screaming down on their iPod saying, oh, it's fucking 16, you stupid, lanky twats. So I don't know. Um, but that's what I've heard. But yeah, the, the, the game that I played was very good. I liked some of the new stuff. Like, it makes sense that like you have a radar kind of grenade... And you have a healing grenade, like Duke said, and you have a, like a like a single shot kind of rifle thing um, weapon, which is cool. Uh, so yeah, I can't really say much more about it. That's it. So nothing, nothing too. Uh... No, like you know, all I've really kind of planned into. Um, nothing. Yeah, I, the only time, the only game I put my some time into was Operation Flashpoint, which is old. Yeah, just to, just to confirm, I've had a quick look on Wikipedia, and the game only has four maps. There you go. And four game modes. So Black Ops Two shipped with fourteen maps. So when you compare, I mean, you, at, that, yeah. at that kind of rate, you don't mind that they offer. And it's not it's not like it's a, a multiplayer that people don't care about. Yeah. You know, like just a bit. Of, a lot of people like playing the games. Yeah, everybody loves multiplayer. Yeah. yeah, so that's a, that's a bit. I think that's a bit of a cop out, really, and a bit cheap. No doubt. Yeah, it is. It is no doubt. Is. No doubt. So that's me. Is that you done? Yep. Well, I'll go next for a chance. I'll go in the middle. Yeah. I'll be the filling in filling in the sandwich. Yeah. Huh? So yes, I've well, interestingly, right? I've I've finished not one game this week, but two games. <laughs> I've finished two more games. 
Holy crap. I know. Both of them by the same developer. So both by the same developer. I thought, do you know what? I, well, it was it was weird, actually, because on Saturday, um, for whatever reason, I woke up at about half five in the morning. And then, you know, when you just can't get back to sleep, you just sort of awake. So I thought, so I thought whatever, I'm going to go down and finish some games. So I, I banged on Vanquish um, to get That's that finished it. off. And it, yeah, I didn't have a lot to go, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, I got to the end of that. I liked it. I liked the game. It's a great game. I like the, you know, everything about it, really. It's just a good game. And I, and I kind of like the ending. I kind of like the ending. So, yeah, I was I like kind the, of... It's not a lot of credits with the pictures of the people. Oh, yeah, that was brilliant. I love that. Yeah. I love the shooting shooting the Just people right in now. it. I like that. No, Vanquish. All right. Vanquish, yeah, I love that. I love they the, the way the credits roll. pictures of the people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, very good. So, yes, very impressed with that. Really like that. Um, but I also finished Metal Gear Rising Revenge oh, as well. Purpose. Sorry, mate. I'm so sorry. Which I've got to say, out of the two, I probably like the best. What are you honest. talking about? Are I'm telling you. <laughs> and also, what was kind of interesting, because obviously... Oh, but I'm mad anyway. What was kind of interesting, I finished Vanquish and I went straight on to Metal Gear. And the similarities are quite astounding, really, when you play right, them the side by side, lad. Yeah, but you can, but you don't notice it as much if you're not playing one or the other. But when you play them both together, more or less, you can really see the the similarities with the way they do the cut scenes that, like the the active ones. You know, when you're still walking along, but you can obviously tell it's loading in the next area or whatever. Yeah. Um. The very, very, very similar. The way you push buttons to open doors. Um. But I've got to say, the ending of Metal Gear, it was just the most ridiculous thing I have ever ever seen. But really cool. I was really impressed with the final boss fight in it. It was very coolly done. Really, really clever. What I will say, though, I played it on easy, the game. Uh, and by the end, I'd leveled up quite a lot of my gear, so I was I was pretty sort of, you know, badass. You know, kicking the shit out of everybody, which was kind of nice. I like the fact that you could kick the shit out of everyone. It's a good feeling to have by the end of a game. It is, it is. But what was kind of in it with the final boss fight... I didn't die. I managed to get through without dying once, which was kind of cool. But it's it's one of these games, right, that does this weird thing, right, where you feel like you can't beat the enemy you're fighting in the final boss fight. And, it, and then when I got to 0.1% health left, it triggered a cutscene. So I wasn't meant to be able to beat him. Do you know what I mean? It, was, it tricked me. Yeah. It tricked me. It was, it was like a three-stage one. Um, but just to show you how ludicrous this game is, but cool at the same time, right? The, one of the final things you fight is this huge mech thing, and I won't say too much because I don't want to spoil it. Don't say too much. I know, I know. But it, one of its weapons is a huge, like, arm with a blade. I mean, we're talking gigantic, right? And basically, you you beat the shit out of it with its own arm, which is right. like ginormous. Uh, so it's very, very. I loved it. I thought it was really, well, you really good. Better opener you could use. I know. Yeah, it was like that giant, massive one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, gigantic one. Yeah. No, don't, don't be bringing stuff from your other show into this. Show. Too late. I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. it's really good. Loved the ending. Loved it. I just loved it. I just thought it was a really, really cool. But what was interesting? What was kind of interesting? And and went along with the theme of the didactic sync cast. Uh, both games revolve the main storyline revolves around governments profiting from war. Both go. of them. 
Yeah, Metal Gear Rising was exactly the same. They were both about profiting from war. But what is it good for? What is it good for? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Exactly. Say it again. Yeah. Yeah, I think you should. Um, so both of those are out of the way, so I was kind of impressed. Now, interestingly, uh, Metal Gear came from Love Film, so I thought I'd better pop that back in the post, see what I can get next. So I sent that off. But I'll tell you what, I'm glad I checked my uh, list of games coming next because what I hadn't realised is Army of Two had gone onto the list. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, ho, ho, ho. so I took those off. That was quick a smart. near miss. I know it was. It's a good job I checked tonight. That was that me. That, they'll probably send me that. I know. So what I've got left on, I've got uh, Devil May Cry, uh, <laughs> Crisis 3, uh, Dead Space 3, Dead Space 3, Halo 4, and Gears of War Judgment. So that's what's left on my list. So we'll see what comes. We'll see what comes. Uh, so they've been playing great. You know, I like both of them equally. I like them both. Uh, but... I came across a game. I, I picked it up from a website. I can't remember which website it was on now. Uh, for the iPad called Unmechanical, which is also on Steam. Tell me more, uh, Stuart. Do you know what? This game is great. Do you know what? It's it's one of those games that you don't sort of see very often. What, what's it on the iPad? It's on the iPad. It's, it's on the iPhone, but Millie's been trying to play it on her iPod Touch, and it's it's just too small because it's quite fiddly. There's quite a lot of fiddly stuff to be done in it. But basically, it looks a lot like Botanicula or Machinarium, that kind of art style. Uh, but it's like um, you're like a little tiny robot with a propeller on its head. Right. And you, you basically get snatched into this underground labyrinth-type place. Labyrinth. You have to go and, Come in. You have to go and... You have to go and fix stuff, but the puzzles in it are so clever. It's a really cleverly done game. Uh, and Millie had a ballet exam on uh, Sunday, so I had to go and sit there while she went in, and I was there for like two and a half it's a hours. Exam, yeah, 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 two and a half hours. So I sort of literally sat there and just played this solid for two and a half hours. Uh, but really, really, like, lots of head scratching went on. But you know, it was it definitely had a lot of those eureka moments of ah, that's I what I need to I've go and got do. It. Yeah. So quite a lot of backtracking as well. So there's a little bit of going backwards and forwards to do stuff. Lots of physics-type puzzles. Lots of sort of, you know, brain-scratching stuff as well. It was very good. So I can wholeheartedly recommend it. If you've got an iPad, check out Unmechanical. It was in the sale as well, two ninety nine, dollars And it's on Steam as well. So it's, it's worth, you know, checking out on Steam as well. I don't know how much it is on there. Uh, but worth checking out on there. Uh, Finding Teddy. Out. I have my Steam right now. Oh, do you not? That's a shame. Uh, but Finding Teddy, I've been on that again as well. I've been on the old Finding Teddy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, liking that. I'm liking that a lot. Um, I'm on the third chapter of that now. So I've done the first two. There's only three chapters. So, But again, lots of head scratching going on. Very clever. Great art style. Looks lovely. Get it played, Chinny. Get it played, man. Play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's very cool. Have you checked out the Silent Age yet? That's free. I keep telling you about that. It's free. I downloaded it. Yeah, get it checked out. You like it? It's good. It's very good. Uh, and then the final thing, because obviously 999 is pretty much done. I can't be bothered playing any more of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm on to Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward now on the 3DS. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, if anything, this sounds like a really weird comment, but this is more Japanese than the first game. Does that make sense? Uh, reason being, it seems... Uh, what game? What what's is, the name of the game? 
Uh, zero escape, virtue's last reward. Zero escape. But, I mean, this has got, you know, great reviews and everything, but it's so Japanese. I mean, it's like, what is Japan's obsession with girls in very skimpy clothing? Right. Is that just Japan like, or what? Well, no, it is. It's like it's it's a Japanese way that like one of the right, okay, one of the parts of a puzzle you have to what, solve. What, is this on? What's this on? This is on the 3DS. Okay, I'm watching cutscenes of it. There's a guy driving. Yeah. yeah, but one of the yeah one of the cutscenes. Oh, one of the cuts. You got me saying cutscenes now. One of the puzzles. There's you're in a room and there's a there's a poster of a girl on the wall. Right. Okay. Which is fine. You know, you can have girls on walls in a bikini. But the you know you know like a scratch card like a lottery scratch card or whatever. Uh huh. Well, on the poster in the game, she's got the silver scratch card stuff over her boobs and her you know and her pants, right? And you basically find a coin that you have to get out of a cupboard where you have to solve another puzzle to get the code for the cupboard. You get the coin out, and then you can you you have to use a stylus to scratch off the stuff off her boobs. And her pants, right? And all the time you do it, there's another woman in the room with you who's making comments about how excited you're getting about having to do it. And I'm just I'm just like, looking at the cutscenes now, and there's just this, there's just boobs and weird. Yeah, it's so Japan, it's so much more Japanese than nine 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 nine. For some reason, was a bit more grounded. It felt more grounded. But what I will say is, it's a lot more sophisticated. You know, there's a lot more animations and stuff. You can tell that they've put a lot more effort into it. And, the you know, the first puzzle room took me probably the best part of half an hour, 40 minutes to complete the first puzzle room. So and I'm already about two and a half hours in, two and three quarters hours in. So it's not going to be it's not going to be a short game. It's going to be another pretty big game. But I've got to say the the thought that's gone into the puzzles, I've been really impressed so far. Very clever. Very well put together. Eureka moments again. Um, nothing too taxing, but definitely you've got to think. And even when you think you've finally worked it out, they, they throw another curveball in to make you have to think again. And you think, oh, well, I thought I got that. And then you have to look at it again and go, oh, that's what I have to do. So very, very cool. So, yes. So, yeah, I've had a good week's gaming. I'm feeling back to the gaming. You know, I'm feeling like I'm getting back on it. You know what I mean? Back on so, it, Stu. I'm back on it. Yeah, I'm feeling like I've, you know, I, I was a bit like after Christmas, a bit like, mm. but now, I've, you know, I've got a few games finished in the last few weeks and I enjoyed all of them. I did just nip back into Tomb Raider and just do a few more tombs. Have you not finished it yet? Uh, no, I finished the game. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I finished yeah. the game, but I, I went back in. Just, some... just a bit more. Just a bit more stuff. Yeah, just collect a few more collectibles, do a few more tombs, and then it was like, oh. Bioshock Infinite was coming. I need to delete it to free up some space on my hard drive. So that's what I did, unfortunately. But I wasn't. I must admit, I had a run around and I was like, "Oh, this is all right." But then I was like, no, "I can't." I've no. It's weird. As soon as I've no like real goal to get to, i.e., the end of the game or some next part of the story or whatever, I'm a bit like mm, a bit bored now. So, so yeah. So that's about it for me. So over to you, Jude. What have you been doing? I've been playing games. I played the Gears of War Judgment multiplayer demo. But we've already talked about it, so I shan't discuss it anymore. Uh, <clears throat> but they only give you one map on the demo, but apparently that means I have a quarter of the game already on my... You do. <laughs> Full quarter, man. I also Full played quarter. the demo for Ninja Gaiden 3. Yeah, I downloaded this. Never, never got around to I it. I can give you the experience just like you're playing it now, Stu. You ready? Yeah. When, when I tell you what's going on in the game, you tell me what buttons you would press, okay? You ready? Yeah. All right, yeah. you're walking along in this, like... B- abandoned building area. Yeah. No, there's no one around. There's nothing happening. Yeah. Okay. You keep walking forward. 
Yeah. There's nobody around. There's nothing happening. Yeah. You keep. Oh my God! There's a million people. What are you doing? What are you do? There's people attacking you. There's people shooting you. Which button's depot? Oh, you're dead. <laughs> back to back to normal then I, for. I, I uh... Loaded. Okay. And now you're trying it again. You ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Along and about. Oh, there's a million people. With they're shooting at you. They're stabbing you. They're attacking you. What do you do? That's it. You're dead. You suck so, this game, Stu. So all those people who were complaining that, you know, if the other one was, the last one was too easy. What the hell is wrong with people who complain that games are too easy anyway? <laughs> They're all happy with this now, are they? I don't get it, man. Can I just interrupt you and uh, tell you about what Tara is doing right now? Um, she's playing Saints Row the Third, and she's very, very, um, what would you say? Not happy. Um, maybe even pissed because she, this whole customizing the, the character's face thing is stressing her out a little bit. <laughs> when you say playing Saints Row the Third, you're talking about like the first four seconds of the yeah. game where you design your character. She's, she's like, she she knows that it doesn't matter, but she needs to do it right. Well, of so course, everybody takes a million years to customize yeah, their character. Last time I started Skyrim, I spent like an hour on my character. Hell she's, yeah. She's stressing out about... Uh, outer brow height at the moment. She's uh, she doesn't know even know what that is. She, she, See, that's why I, I like the randomized thing. You just keep randomizing until you find something that kind of works. Yeah. Adjust yeah. it a little bit, and then you go. I'll let the, Duke just give you a bit of advice. Just keep randomizing it until you find something roughly like you. But it, now that you've done that, you might go to an old white man. <laughs> so yeah, you, you might not want to run off. Anyway, so. this much time, don't. Oh my god. Oh my god. Breaking news, breaking news. <gasps> Some breaking news. What? Uh I've just double clicked on BioShock Infinite on Steam and it says I can play it, man. Oh my god. It's go. Do you have any idea play. how responsible it would be for you to play uh... a video game during the podcast? I don't think it would do our uh, streaming any good. It would probably not work. I'm all for finishing early if you want. Play Bioshock Infinite. I can just click play and I could play it now. <laughs> no one cares. Gonna... I know, yeah. Don't worry, I'm not going to. I'm not going to, but I'm excited now. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Carry on. If I... Sorry. It's okay. I don't really care. Anywho. Impossibly hard, and and there's this thing because you're getting attacked by like ten people at once, and it's not that thing where like they'll one of them will attack you, then the other one will attack you. They all attack you all together, all at the same time. It's very difficult. And the people who really mess you up because you can block the people who are attacking you on the ground. Then there's these people standing above you with guns, and they're shooting at you. And if you don't duck exactly at the right time, you're gonna get shot. And then it says. Aim at the people above you and throw knives at them. But as soon as you aim at them, somebody down below will kick you and your aim is thrown off. So, I don't know. I guess you're supposed to learn all the combinations and do it all at once. And blah, 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 blah. So, so which was which was the Ninja Gaiden game that you played at Eurogame, Machini? Which one was that then? That was three. So, this is the same game? Yeah. Well, that was press X, press X to win, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was too easy. Everyone was saying, oh, it's too easy. So they've re-released it harder. Is or that maybe what I, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. It could just be that I'm bad at no, this. No, no, no. Um, no, I think uh, they... they. What happens with Ninja Ninja Gaiden games are notoriously difficult. That's That was kind of like their thing. And then 3 yeah. came out and made it accessible for people. Um and people didn't like that because the Ninja Gaiden game. What would happen if Dark Souls? Um, is there a two? There is a two coming out, isn't there? 
Yeah, there's another yeah. one. Yeah, I think so there'll, Dark be Souls, some, there'll be something coming Dark along. Dark Souls 2 came along and it was really easy. Yeah. Everyone would be pissed, right? Because that's the point of the game is that it's difficult. So that's what happened with Ninja Gaiden. Everyone's pissed about it. But what happens with all the other Ninja Gaidens is they'll release like a Ninja Gaiden 2 Sigma or Ninja Gaiden Black where it's like a re-release but like with a, maybe a few more levels or a bit more tweaking or it's just a PS3 exclusive. This one is a, like a harder version of it. Now, this is like badass Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Not for you, that is it. Not really. for me, definitely not. No. Um. Yeah. So anyway, I played that <laughs> for about twenty seconds. <laughs> I was like, "That's I'm done with that." Are you trying to do this? Yeah. Yep. Hey. Uh. Then there were these two games on Steam for very, very cheap. It was like a dollar fifty for two games, and one of them looked kind of like it wasn't my cup of tea, but the other one looked like it was really cool because it looked like it had a similar concept for uh whatever that game was uh. With the, the 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 sphere that you roll around and the 2D thing, you know what I'm talking about, Stu? Oh, the uh, blah, blah, blah. something like Midnight or something. Yeah, blah, whatever. Blah, blah. Dusk Ball or whatever. I don't remember what it's called. Anyway, so this game's called Lunier Davitsky, and the other game that came with it's called Wake, and they suck. Like they're just not well designed <laughs> games, and the controls are floaty and oh, it was just. I was very sad. I was glad. Uh, night, night sky. Was night sky is the awesome. Awesome. Play that. Don't bother with Lunia, Davidsi, and Wake. They're just not. So were these in the indie game sale then? Did you pick yeah, them they were because it's Steam at this right. big indie game sale. So that's exactly where I got them. Uh, and then they had a thing that said Audio Surf because uh, Audio Surf was one of the featured indie games from back in the day. And yeah, that's good. Yeah, that means I got to play this now from back in the day. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a um, so I played it and it works great, but a couple of the MP3s that I tried to play the game with made it crash. So I was done. What's so how, so what, it's a lot of fun. What what didn't work then? I don't know. I told it to load up some MP3s I have on my Windows and it just crashed. Mm, because I've I've played it and it works always works fine. I've never had any major issues with it. It's a great game because it obviously, a of, it's a little bit like um, Beat Hazard. God, well, yeah, Beat Hazard, but with racing. Yeah, and it's like I was skeptical that it would be able to do a good job of taking a, a music track and making it game like because usually you know like for Guitar Hero or Rock Band they have to sit and program those you know the, where the music comes up on the track and this game basically does that automatically right. But it does a good job. Yeah. I was very impressed by it. No, it's good. It's a good game. It's fun. I just wish it didn't crash with these other MP3s. So, nah. Uh, and then I've been playing a lot of Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Uh, Big Bad Daddy put out the new version of his hunting in Skyrim uh, mod. So I'm working through that. But I had to start over because the last game I had it on, I had to kill that save file. So I'm starting all over. And I'm getting to the part where you have to go chase this big white deer. And uh, it's very hard to find, so it's going to take me, like, last time it took me, like, 20 minutes to find the damn thing. But it's good, though. You're enjoying it. It sounds cool, it though. i got to say. Because that, that one mission does not have a here's where it is type thing. You have to ask around, and you can generally get an idea of where it is. And then you got to just wander around finding it. I mean, that's what hunting is, isn't it? So it makes sense, but it's also like, uh, I don't know where it is. It's kind of annoying. So whatever. I'll find it. It's all good. And then I'll get to see the new levels of things. Because he's got like an actual guild, I think, made now. So I'm look. Yeah, he said. He said on the overseas, he's got a guild. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah. That's what I'm playing, yo. Oh, and we had the Left Dead Two Playdate, and that was a lot of fun. The Dino came. Uh, ZX Ninja Fox Stulek and Combat Chinos 
So we had just one too many people for us to do, you know, just the regular campaign, which is actually good because I realize if we if we're trying to do, you know, if we're doing one on one, sorry, versus with Left for Dead, I don't care if we make it or not because it's so much fun to, you know, be the infected. Whereas when you play it as just doing the campaign, if you don't make it to the next safe house, you have to start all over again, you know, and that's demoralizing and frustrating. But when you're playing yeah. versus, as soon as you get, all get killed, it's like, all right, now I get to be the infected. Awesome. So. It definitely works better as a multiplayer. I always yeah, think. yeah. Left 4 Dead 2. I mean, it's just so hard. It's it a is. hard game. You have to play it on easy, man. I did. We were playing on easy. It's still very hard. It is a it is a tough game. There's no there's no two ways about it, is there? You know, it's uh, it's a challenging game. I they definitely like took it at some point, but uh. no, I don't think even I finished all I of the finished, campaigns. Yeah. I finished a lot of them. Yeah, I finished a lot of them, but I didn't finish them I all. Did, yeah. I feel it's like I'm good at games. Suck less and all that stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm good at. Um, Where's YouTube? But yeah, by the way, something I failed to mention, you know, just just briefly going back to Bioshock Infinite. Uh, and I'm not going to talk too much because I've not played no more. What are these failed brothers? To... <laughs> no, listen, He's listen, though, right? Like 20 minutes. Listen, listen. You know that I bought it from Green Man Gaming for 23 pounds. Did I mention it was very cheap? Yes. Right? 23 quid. Included original Bioshock. Also included Civilization Five. Right. And Bioshock Infinite, which I thought at the time was a great deal just for that. And there was other stuff you could have, you know, if you wanted, you could have the Darkness 2. Um, and there was there was about five different games you could choose from. But obviously, I played them all apart from Civ 5. And I thought, it's not really my thing, but I'll get it anyway. So I got Civ 5, right? Well, when Steam, because Steam were doing their pre-order thing where you got XCOM, right? And I was like, oh, it'll never get there. And then it did. They unlocked it. So I was like, oh, should have got it from Steam. Then I could have had XCOM because I'd actually like to play that, right? Green Man Gaming. Chuck that in as well. So I got I've got XCOM as well. Twenty-three quid. I mean I mean what I mean how that is that, right, is the best value for money I've bought a game since the orange box. You know, to get four games plus Bioshock Infinite for twenty-three quid. Tell you what. It's way to go, man. PC gaming, man, it rocks. I don't think that do for you. I know. Cheap games, baby. There's this guy on ah. who said, I have never beaten a video game. What are some tips on persevering through to the end? But he forgot the B on beaten. So he actually asked the question, I've eaten. never eaten a video game. <laughs> <laughs> there are some tips on persevering through the end. Cut, cut it into small pieces. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then he- So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I can play, but I can't play. Shut it. up. No one cares. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, you're right now. Oh no, I have a great game. I have to wait a couple of hours to play it. Poor like anybody fing gives a shit. First world problems, yeah. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? It's terrible. Anyway, talking of games that we've all played, hopefully. All of us have played this oh, uh, next year. Uh, Which will be this week's indie game. This week's indie game. Derp. Indie game review. Review. Hello, cool people. Haters to the left, swerve. Vlados here. Time for another funky fresh indie game review, yo. This week we're playing, DLC Quest, Live Freemium or Die, from Going Loud Studios. This game is a sequel to the original, DLC Quest title from 2011, which was a cute little platformer satirizing the phenomenon of developers adding tons of downloadable content into every game which has to be purchased before you can proceed with half of the content. 
Now in case anyone out there doesn't know, the subtitle of this new game, Live Freemium or Die, is a play on the official motto of the state of New Hampshire, Live Free or Die. They even put that motto on their license plates, and that's why George Carlin once mentioned it on stage. Play it Duke. The most dramatic license plate of all has to be in New Hampshire's, which says, Live Free or Die! Well, I'm certainly not going to move there. I get just a little nervous in any state where they mention death right on the license plates. On the other hand, Idaho says, famous potatoes. I guess those are the two extremes in thought. It would seem to me that somewhere in between Live free or die. And famous potatoes. The truth lies. Probably it's a little closer to famous potatoes. Thank you, Duke. Okay, so how is the new game? It's pretty similar to the original. You don't have to pay for moving left or jumping, but it pokes fun at other conventions of modern games like talking to six people before you can progress with the story, obtaining tools to conquer simple tasks that could be done by hand, and silly jokes that are really just catchphrases from popular culture. All your bases are belong to us, remember that thing? The gameplay is fine, and the jokes are mildly amusing, so if you've got to spare a few points lying around maybe this will give you enough chuckles to make it worth your time. DLC Quest Live Freemium or Die is 80 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Vlad us out like a trout with no grout. There you go. Um, yes, I've got to say, it's a, and, and to be fair, this is a dual one, this, because it's available on Steam as well. Yeah. So this is on Steam and Xbox Live Indie Games. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's a good little game. It's it's a lot of fun. I like the, 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 the opening thing at the beginning where he says, uh, this time we're going to give you left, right, and jump from the outset. <laughs> you know, so it even does. But, you know, you'll have to acquire other stuff as you go along in your right. It's, uh, you know, or oh, Vlados is right, should I say, all that sort of talking to. And the, the guy who you talk to and he tells you about, he, how many lines did they give him to give you? Yeah, he just goes, goes on. And it was a bit like, you know, when um, uh, playing Portal 2. And you're waiting with Wheatley, and I just sort of waited just to see how many different lines he would use, you know, to get me moving. And it was like that. I had to keep pressing until I got to the end of his uh, stuff. Uh, I was very impressed, I've got to say. It's a great little game. Works well. The platforming is very slick, I've got to say. And you know exactly where you're going to land, uh, which is what you need for a platformer game. You yeah, know, you need right. it to be... Yeah, it's good. It's good. I really liked it. So, Duke, what did you think? Eh, I mean, look, it's fine. It's just, it's... Like I said with the last game, like it's basically a joke in game form. I mean, it's it's not that great a game. It's a good joke. It's just uh, I I got enough of it out of you know a little bit. So yeah, I guess you're right. But it's, it, it, I still think it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's yeah, I liked it. I liked it. And uh, Chini, what did you think, Chini? What did you think? Do you know what I think? <laughs> nah, Here's enough. what Chini thinks. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> That's exactly what he thought. That's exactly what he thought. He slipped already. He slipped. He said he'd, you know, setting aside time and all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But let's let's hope he's got time to do the news though. Let's see what happens shit, with that. Shit, then, shall shit, we? shit. <laughs> 
Putting news first. So, Ginny, what's been happening this week? Oh, mate. Tons of stuff. Tons of stuff. Yeah. But you can't believe what's there been happening. so much stuff going on. Stuff. For instance, um, uh, Bioshock Infinite's coming out this week. Yeah, oh, yeah, that. that's there's happening. That. Let's do that the releases. Da, 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 da. Not really. Uh, Rock Band anyway. is releasing its final song. Yeah. Uh, Rock Band has been releasing songs every week since its release. And its last song um, will be uh, an apt one, I suppose. It will be... Hold on. Let me just get this right. Just make sure. American Pie. The day the music died, baby. So, yeah. Um, I think I think it's about time they hung that hat, though, don't you? Yeah, it's kind of sad, though. We 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 all own rock band here, do we? Yeah, yeah. yeah we've all got the instruments still. Yep. Well, at least something. Yeah. Apparently, they're they're quite quite rare to get hold of now to get the full kit, kit and caboodle. See, I was thinking about that. Like, I would think they'd be easy to get a hold of because nobody plays it anymore. Well, people don't sort of sell them, do they? I guess I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it's it, we get it out every Christmas, pretty much. You know, when we get family around and stuff, and that we'll have a usually Beatles rock band. Uh, we usually play. Oh, yeah, Beatles rock band was a good one. It was good, and that is so cheap now. You can pick it up for about a quid. That was a good one. I mean, one. it costs yeah, it costs nothing, and it was great. It was really, really good. Uh, so we tend to get that out. You know, we get the oldies. You know, they know all the songs, so it's perfect. Mm. Absolutely perfect for that. So yeah, it's it's kind of sad. You know, but I, I just remember when um, this very first came out and everyone was going, who's going to pay over £100 for all those bits of plastic equipment and stuff? But yeah. It did all right, didn't it? It did well, you know, until it sort of went downhill. But it did well at the beginning of it all. So, yeah. So, kind of sad. Other news, uh, Wii U still yeah. fucked. It is. Even worse, though. It just keeps getting worse uh, for Unofficial me. Wii U price cut. Uh, quote, not working UK retailers claim. Uh, UK retailers claim unofficial Wii U prices price cut haven't had the desired impact and have called on Nintendo to act fast if it wants to revive the console's flagging sales. Amazon, Asda, fuck you, Asda, uh, Shop2 and GameStop <laughs> GameStop have all gotten together and said, what a joke this console is. I can't wait for the next load of consoles because this one is crap. Unquote. Okay, we've got to ask a question here. Got to ask you, is this the next GameCube for Nintendo? It looks like it. it de- I mean, I don't think this console is going to be around for much longer. I think they've got to, they, they are thinking about, they've got to be thinking about their next one already. Is this the virtual boy? No. <laughs> Of this generation. No, I don't think so. But they have to be debating whether to kind of, okay, Xbox, new Xbox come in, new PS4 come in. I think we need one to compete with the graphics. But they're not, though, are they? Because, right, you see, it doesn't matter. Even, right, even if they went back to the drawing board now and then came out with a more powerful console with similar graphical capability, the 360 and the PS3 or PS4 or whatever, you know, PS4 and 720 or whatever the hell they're going to be. It isn't going to make any difference because they haven't got that install base. They haven't got those people who are going to buy that at the moment. Yeah, but the PS4 doesn't have an install base at all. 
No, it doesn't. But it, PS3 does. Yeah, that has like, a huge install base. How fickle gamers, gamers aren't loyal. Do you no, think gamers are loyal? Look at you. They're not. Look at you they're and not. your loyal self. You've they're jumped not, from Xbox but... to PS3 to PC this whole generation. No, but, but, and this is a question you've got to ask yourself, is what would be the motivation to either stick with a, a well-known infrastructure? I mean, and I know the PS3 is not quite as good as the 360, but they both have a fairly decent online systems for multiplayer and for downloading games and all that other stuff. The Wii U, not so the, much. The best the not Wii U so much, can hope for now, right, is I think it's going to be around for another two years, all right? The best they can hope for is that sales kind of keep trickling through and they they release all their major franchises and keep getting people coming back for that and by the end of the the wii u cycle it'll be cheap enough and it'll have enough exclusive games that people go that's not a bad deal actually the wii u why not i just think they've backed themselves into a corner i think the problem is they focus so much on casual gamers with the wii that that any possibility i mean and, and as we know you know we've said about this in recent weeks all these third-party developers are just not porting to the wii u they're just not doing it even though it'll run those games they're like no well there's no point because we're not the money it'll cost us to do it we're not going to get it back we're not going to get it back in sale so what's the point and and the problem is that they're really in between a rock and a hard place now because they've not got that third-party support to lure back the sort of hardcore gamers if you will or the more core gamers um, so does, and, and the casual market is gone now because casual people look at this and go, not really too sure about that. It's, you know, I could waggle a Wii controller, but this has got a screen and buttons and triggers and stuff. I'm not really interested in that. So they've not got that market either. So they, they haven't got anyone to buy them. There's no one to buy them. Who's going to buy them? There's been no big games released for it since it was launched, really. Well, they, they say they're going to come out with a new Zelda and all this stuff. Yeah, but they, they, they should have had at least... You see, this is the problem, you see, because, again, this is another problem for Nintendo, because they don't want to be releasing a Zelda when they haven't got the install base to sell millions of Zelda games. It's weird, though, but, then, but like, that, it's a catch-22, then, because then... It is, it is, because then maybe by releasing Zelda I don't believe like I don't believe consoles. what you just said is true I don't believe they don't release one because they haven't got an install base I think they don't release it because they it's not ready it's just not ready well there's that as well but, but they should be ready I'm sorry but they should be ready with something big to sell I agree with that something I do agree with it. that yeah. yeah you know uh, but yeah. Yeah, no, no third party developers are going to to this not while it's got such a small install base because there's no there is no money in it for them and the business is that they're a business at the end of the day why would they waste money losing money well you know what they say game designers suck or that's at least what richard garrett said oh i know yeah um richard yeah. garrett from uh two pc gamer hold on i don't know the full story let me read this Oh, I should read it out there. Um, yesterday, yeah, read it out. Just read it out. I'm joking. Uh, yesterday, game makers and fans were all up in arms over comments made by Richard Garriott, uh, Garriott. to PC Gamer, where he said, among, uh, among other things, that, quote, most game designers really just suck, uh, unquote. <laughs> now, the man best <laughs> known for his groundbreaking it. work on, Ultima, on the Ultima games has issued a clarification on the website for his... Whatever it was, his what's his name? Portalarium. Portalarium. Portalarium Dev Studio. Garrett says that his remarks were out of was taken out of context. 
Uh, this was his official statement. This is how he talks. By no means uh, did I intend to disparage uh, others who have led many great games of each era in gaming history. I was trying to say and show why funding or growing new great game designers is hard. I really do see a major challenge in our art form, specifically in the area of game design. The design of a game is simultaneously one the most valuable aspect of when it comes to potential success of a game. Two, the hardest part of a game development is to improve over previous efforts because of competition. And three, the skill sets with less formal and informal training available to game developers. So basically, he said something stupid and now he's trying to backtrack. So, so what he's saying is, right, that most game designers really just suck is what he was actually trying to say is this other stuff, which actually has no relation they to... They suck because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he said oh, something dear. stupid, and he, he thought, whoops, shouldn't have said that. Uh... But, I mean, these people, they've, they've, you'd have thought they'd have learned by now, wouldn't you? Yeah. That, you know, these designers and developers like Jonathan Blow and Phil Fish and all these people who make these stupid comments or whatever... I can say what I want, because no one cares about what I think. So yeah. I can say that, but he can't say that because he's one and he should be repping. He should be repping. Um, but I can say what I want. So, yeah. yeah. But he should realise, you know, he must he must have seen the, the fallout from people saying stupid stuff like this. He must, but the people just keep doing it, don't they? It's like, oh, let's make some stupid comments. I don't know. What an idiot. What, an, what do you think about this, Duke? What do you think? I don't really have an opinion. There you go. Carry on. Fantastic. <laughs> but do you have an opinion of Uncharted 3 to play free to yeah. play multiplayer being downloaded 350,000 times? Uh, the standalone free to play version of Uncharted 3's multiplayer has been downloaded um, a lot. Sony has Why revealed. To, after I bought the game in order to play it for the play date. Because now they've got all the money out of you suckers. I guess. Now they want to make money out of other suckers that didn't buy the suckery game. Suckers! Developers suck. Uh, posting on the PlayStation blog, Naughty Dog um, Community Strategist, which is basically some guy that looks after the community, uh, Eric uh, Morecambe from Morecambe and Wise, uh, went on <laughs> to... <laughs> Are you sure that's true? Uh, went on to outline the studio's monthly content release strategy, starting with it blah, 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 blah. He said this, uh, to keep that momentum going, as promised, we're making new DLC available for purchase every month. So it's been a success. Is the yeah, of this story. It's been a success. Really Expect to see more of it. And then they're releasing additional DLC to kind of say, oh shit, people are playing this again, so we better do stuff. Why wouldn't... I mean, you do wonder, you start to begin to wonder why they wouldn't simultaneously release the game as a disc game, you know, with the multiplayer on the single Because they need to bleed the money out of your... I know, but I also release the free-to-play oh, because multiplayer. They did that one the after when the sales have gone down, it's true. I guess. And it also might encourage people to go and buy the single-player game again if they haven't played it. They've got the suckers. They don't need the suckers at this point. No more suckers are going to buy the game. So, yeah, and plus they yeah, suck because they're game developers. Um, okay. You, this is a free-to-play model I don't mind so much, though, because I think it's sort of done in a, a less underhanded way, you know, because it's like you can get to level it's, it's, 50. What it is, it's like... At this point, if you haven't bought Uncharted 3, you're probably not going to buy Uncharted 3. Yeah. Or if you do, you, you're going to buy it used or something, or borrow it off a friend. So, try the multiplayer. See what you think. 
and they might make what another hundred thousand, another half a million. Oh, at least you know. They, but what I'm saying is they they didn't know before, did they? they? So they they might make a bit of money where they wouldn't have before. Anywho, talk about money. Uh, UK games industry tax relief delayed. Uh, government plans for tax relief in the UK games industry has been delayed. So this is what you get when you read the story from title to the first. But this header. is this this for me is the most ridiculous. When you read the reason, I was just like, that's just well, ridiculous. you go into it too because I'm not going to read the whole things. Uh, but well, basically, what happened was right. Obviously, uh, the UK government announced that they were going to do tax relief for games designers. But it's failed because the European Commission has, has failed to approve it because it's based on a points-based cultural test. So what they're saying is, to get the tax relief, a certain percentage of the games made in Britain have to be based in Britain. Does that make sense? Yes. That, so basically, three was all headquartered in London. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. So so no. But yeah. Well, if it so <laughs> if, if British game, Lancashire. Yeah. So that's what they're basically saying. So they're not going to give it to them or pass it because unless, yeah, unless it's unless the actual game itself is the story is surround, you know, surrounded by a British setting. Is that because they want to popularize the area for tourism? Well, it says that it's it's got to have to pass the test. It's got to have UK cultural significance. But see, they could easily do that. All they have to do is say, "Oh, these zombies are attacking Mogadishu." Oh, thank, oh, man, I really wish we were in Blackpool right now. It's lovely there. And then it doesn't have to actually was... take place there, just be promoting it from afar. Absolutely, but the trouble you've got is, you see, most TV shows and films that get tax breaks are, are obviously TV shows about something in Britain. But they're using the same measurement for games, which is kind of difficult, isn't it? Because, you know, most games are set in some fantasy realm, aren't they? That's not even... Can you argue for look, games like Fable? They have like a British yeah, theme. Exactly. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a real Albion. Doesn't exist. No, but that, that's not. It doesn't say that. <laughs> you, you, what you said was um, as a British cultural reference. To me, that doesn't mean it's set English, in Britain. That's English, right? I guess, and the, the, you know, most of the actors are British. Well, they, in the, so I think that's what they're kind of harping at. But plus, why is this a bad thing? Yes, you say, brother. Uh, why is that a bad thing? Because, um, why? I'm sure I'm, I'm. I'm. I can't speak for America, but there's so many games set in I New am. York, um, and yeah. some Dumbledore or whatever. Um, a few more games set in elsewhere in the world. What would it? Would it hurt? Would people in America be interested in playing a game set in Britain? Probably not. I don't know. We tend to be minded about that stuff. Like, like Jack the Ripper era? What if there's an Assassin's Creed in Jack the Ripper, Ripper era? Oh, that'd be cool. Exactly. I mean, that would be a cool game. So it's, it, but that it, probably it, wouldn't be made in the UK. Italy, either. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be made in the UK, though. That's the thing. No, I know. I mean, but but I'm just what, saying, look, if you've got a cool enough idea, it being set in Britain is kind of like a... It goes with it. It supports the idea rather than hinders it. I mean, to give you this, this is basically how the points is. So it says between one and four points will be awarded for the amount of a game set in the UK and up to the same amount of game for the number of lead British characters. Then it goes on. Points will also be awarded for a British or European narrative structure. But again, this is difficulties for the games industry mm. because obviously, you know, it's most games aren't 
made that way. So what they want yeah, is Hamlet enough. the game then. Like, oh, Polonius, yeah. yeah, stab you. But then again, does it not come back to this video games as art argument and going, oh, well, you know, it's meant to be an art thing, oh, so well, it's, it's meant to art, be cultural. It doesn't, you know, it's just they want to promote. Look, it's their tax dollars. It's supposedly supposed to be promoting things that will help the community grow and survive. Yeah, but it does. It helps the UK game developers, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the games they develop have to have a British setting because that doesn't make any difference. A lot of them use British actors. It's true. It's true. Do you understand what I mean? But that doesn't help industry. No, I hear you. Because it's not like film crews are going to London to film or going to some little village that'll bring in sort of stuff to the economy. You know, i.e. they're going to be buying using the local people there to buy the food off while they're there and all that other stuff because that doesn't make any difference does it right and it doesn't it doesn't even pro it's not like you're saying you know here is this beautiful part of britain that you might not have seen unless you watch this tv show so people might go and visit there now to see it but here's the thing they, they could get a good game that does say like oh here's beautiful english countryside and and it's covered in toxic waste and it's death mutants trying to claw your eyeballs out it's, it's a fallout game well, surely that'll uh, you know encourage people to go and visit that part of exactly. Britain, wouldn't it? I just think I, I think they need to. If it's Manchester, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah, I think the problem is. How rude! I know, yeah. I just think from a, a UK point of view, the government should be fighting this a little bit more, and but they just don't understand games well enough to to fight the battle, do they? That's why gamers oh, have to run for office. Yeah, because they don't understand why we should be, you know, why why it wouldn't be possible to compare it in the same way to as as to a film or a TV show. Hey. I don't. Anyway, moving on, moving on. What's next, uh, Chini? What's next? Uh, sorry, I'm just watching the thing with the thing. Uh, remember me? Yeah. I don't remember this game, huh? Yeah, I was just saying, remember me. Yeah. Okay, I will remember, like on the Futurama. Remember me. <laughs> remember me. Uh, remember me. Creative director Jean Max Maurice uh, has made fresh claims uh, that publishers rejected his title because he is French. Sorry, uh, <laughs> because he of its female lead. Speaking to Penny Arcade, Maurice uh, said that he felt the game's protagonist Nilin, Nilin, Nilin. Uh, was a nat- nylon, nylon, yeah. nylon. Um, nylon. <laughs> so a pr- protagonist nylon uh, was a natural fit for the title. Uh, nonetheless, several publishers declined the game because of her gender. He said before Capcom eventually picked it up. "Quote: We had some publishers that said, uh, well, we we don't want to publish it because that's not going to succeed. Um, you can't have a female character in games. It has to be a male character.'" Simple as that, dick face. Uh, unquote, Morris <laughs> said. Uh, he, also came, uh, cla- he also claims publishers were advised to a female lead romancing a male. Quote, you can't make a dude like the player kiss another dude and a girl. That's just going to feel awkward. Unquote. Uh, he's the message Morris received. So, yeah. Um, wow. Quite... Quite strong. Are we, are we really in 2013? Because I've got a newsflash for you. Tomb Raider. Yeah. yeah. Does she oh, romance yeah. people? No. No, See, that's but, the thing. no but she's a female lead character. Yeah, but, but what the people are objecting to is the fact you can't have a female lead involved in a romantic subplot. Then they may have a point, because maybe we haven't had that yet. 
Uh, well, have you not played Mass Effect? Shell then? doesn't, but that's not. You don't have to be a female there. No, you don't. Samus. Have to be. Look, all the greatest female leads in gaming: Samus, Aeron, whatever it is from Metroid, uh, Shell in in Portal, uh, to uh, Laura Croft. None of them have like boyfriends or husbands, right? But every male lead, Princess Peach, Link has Zelda. There's always a romance element involved, and if this is something that publishers don't want, then that might be something a really important reason why we don't have female leads because they think it's you know it's going to be weird if guys are playing as a woman and there's romance man they're going to think that they're gay well the fact that 42 percent of gamers are women now oh i hear you know it's ludicrous you know what i mean and and by the way actually i did it i did do a little bit of research on this um i like that doesn't make me gay i was kind of shocked because it was only when um they got to Mass Effect 3 that they actually featured Fem Shep as a main character on the box art or anything, yeah. you know, within in the write-up. And 18% of, of people played Mass Effect as a female character. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's just like, whoa, it's like, get with the times, isn't it? You know, it's like, oh my god. It's 2013. What, is, what the hell is up with people? Remember me! Remember me! Right. That's the opening screen for the game. I mean, let me. I mean, let me ask you. Yeah. Would it, would it put you too off to play a game that had a female league? Because I certainly wouldn't even give it a second thought. What about games with Mirror's Edge? But maybe we would feel gay if it made us as a woman character kissing a guy. Maybe some of us like to feel gay. Maybe I just Shit. like to wear underpants a little once <sighs> in a while. I just said that out loud. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean that—that that was a secondary thing, wasn't it? Because the first thing was we, you know, we had some publishers that said, "Well, we don't want to publish it because that's not going to succeed. You can't have a female character in games. It's not. It has to be a male." Character. I, I, don't, I don't. I think that's patently absurd. Can but, I ask you a question, Duke? Then yes. You know when you did the femship stuff? Yeah. Did you romance a man? Um, one time I did, and one time I didn't. Right. One time I so do you mean one time I romanced a man? She's a all... player. My femship the player. I wonder how many how many male gamers yeah. started playing as femship but romanced a man, and how many yeah. male gamers played as yeah. um, jo- the normal male shepherd. Normal the 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 male shepherd. <laughs> normal heterosexual. Uh, the normal one. The guy on top. The default one, I should say. Um, God approved. And. Like, because you could be gay in three. Yeah, you could have. So I wonder how many straight male gamers went gay. On and I I bet the numbers are very low compared to how. As in mano on mano, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Because there is a moment in the game where it goes, "Hey, you into that gay stuff?" And you you can either (laughs) go, "Yep" or "No." So yeah, yeah. Tara's looking at me very strangely right (laughs) now. <laughs> I bet she is. I thought you were talking about video games. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I thought that was a video game podcast, you know. <laughs> Are you seriously talking about gay butt sex? How dare you? You require a three bedroom bisexual house share in Walthamstow. Is that correct? Yeah, by, by the way, yeah, someone that's put here, yeah, Bayonetta is another one. Perfect Dark. Yeah, but we're talking about good games, though. I know, right? Yeah, Beyond, Beyond Good and Evil. No, nobody even played that. I did, but that's about it. Did. Lots of people play Beyond Good and Evil. What are you talking about? Anyway, so, moving yeah. on. What else? Yeah, moving on. 
Um, right, other news. That's about it, huh? Yeah. No, there's no, there's one on the the Sandy Hook killer. That's kind of interesting. I don't know anything about it. You do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, okay, Adam Lanza, dude. Look, this guy who did the killings in Sandy Hook, he had so many problems that to talk about video games is just ludicrous. However, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who is this guy? Adam. <laughs> oh my God, Jenny, have you been living under a rock in Connecticut a couple months ago? Right. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. I don't know which one. <laughs> Not everybody memorizes the names of the serial killers. I, that's it. I don't know right. the names well, of them. True, I don't I believe in kind of celebrating who they are, to be honest. No, and I, I don't disagree. With remember you. Victoria Soto, one of the teachers who stood in front of the children and saved their lives by sacrificing hers because she's a hero. To hell with Adam Lanza. Anyway, uh, a law enforcement source who spoke to the Daily News said that Adam Lanza maintained a spreadsheet filled with information from past killings. Uh, and further alleges it's a sign of how video games influence the mindset and planning of Lanza's terrible act of lethal violence, yada, yada, yada. Well, hold on. Did you skip, like, a sentence? I don't get how him having a spreadsheet relates to her. Well, he had a a seven feet by four feet spreadsheet. This is a cop saying that because he had this huge spreadsheet, he's obviously been influenced by video games. Here's what the cop said. What the hell? By, of, of every other serial killer that's ever lived. A law enforcement officer, or law okay. enforcement source. We don't even know if it's an actual cop. They don't believe this was just a spreadsheet. This believe, they believe it was a score sheet. This was the work of a video gamer, that it was his intent to put his own name at the very top of that list. They believe that he picked an elementary school because he felt it was a point of least resistance where he could rack up the greatest number of kills, blah, blah, blah. Therefore, it really was like he was in one of his own sick games, the paper source went on. That's what we heard. Uh, that he learned something from his game that you learn in police school. It's about how you're moving from room to room, yada, yada, yada. So the, the police are ba- this one source in law enforcement. We shouldn't even say the police because this is one person's opinion that he took the tactics from video games like Call of Duty and he incorporated them into his killing spree because of this spreadsheet. Well, no, no, no. The, well, no. What they're saying is he, he created this spreadsheet so he could be at the top of the leaderboard right. on the spreadsheet. I don't know. The bigger issue is weird. Why can this kid kill kids? Like, well, you know, I don't know. It's weird. Um, as I say, there are so many ways in which he broke from reality that I mean, you know, this is disturbing, no doubt. But when look, when the Zodiac killer puts out a little code cipher for the police, do people go, "Oh, he's clearly playing crossword puzzles. This is evidence of a crossword puzzle killer mind at work." No. Well, yeah, uh, like why? Why isn't? Why don't they track how many killers use spreadsheets? Yeah, this is you Excel, know? man. That's the real problem. Excel's the real Excel. killer. Oh, uh. in some ways though, although I agree with what you're both saying, that doesn't rule out the fact that he could have been influenced by playing video. If that's what he did, because yeah. we know how fanatical people get when they're playing Call of Duty, they'll cheat. They'll do anything it takes to get to the top of that leaderboard or have the best kill-death ratio and all that kind of stuff. tapped mind to do that. Oh, yeah. But I don't disagree that this guy was unhinged. Dude, wait a minute, though. People are like that with Call of Duty. But you know what they're like that about? Call of Duty. When you then take it to some other level and you then say, like, oh, real life is a game, that's when you have a tinfoil hat on and you're, you're, you believe you're living in the Matrix. 
Absolutely. His kid's I don't, problem I, was mental illness. I know. I don't disagree that he was mental and that his fact that his mum taught him how to use, you know, high velocity weapons and all that kind of I don't. But that's not to say that he might not have been he might have been an avid gamer and thought, wouldn't it be kinda cool because I'm mental to do this in real life and I'll even have my own score table for it. You know, there's as as ridiculous as this is, you know, there could be some element of truth in it. I mean, like, but it's the he's he's, he's Borrowing something that he's learnt from games yeah. and using it into his own kind of sick, pervert yeah, fantasy. It's not that either. That it's not just unique to video games. This oh. sort of thing is true about football scores. It's true about NASCAR and F1 racing. It's true about bicycling. Yeah. Well, we have these words everywhere. But what happened with the with the the remember the the, the Dark Knight and that guy shut up the yeah, the, exactly. the theater? But he was obviously trying to be the Joker. Right, like he was yeah. like he had orange hair and he was all that kind of stuff, and he he, he was fantasizing about being that 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 character. It's cool so, when people just want to watch the world burn, man. That's me, dude. So that's I, that, I that was him, and and you know it's just he's borrowed. He, he's he's mentally ill. He has yeah. problems, and he's borrowed something from popular culture and used it into his weird fantasy. It doesn't mean that. That 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 thing that he borrowed from is to blame. It's just like it's no, 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 no. I don't no, and I don't, I don't think, think for one it, second. not arguing that, but no, I'm not arguing that. I don't think for one second Shut because, up, like, as you know, <laughs> we all play multiple video games that have very, you know, varying amounts of violence in them, and and we're all fine. And most people we know we play yeah. video games are also fine. What I'm saying is, we can't just turn around and go. Oh, this thing is nothing to do with video games. Yeah. It's just a load of bullshit. Because can't potentially be too, it isn't. Too defensive is what you're talking. No, yeah, we can't be because you know we're we're, we're all there going. Oh, these guys are talking bullshit. You know, there's nothing to do with video games at all. Well, potentially it possibly could, could have played be. a part, but it wasn't. Yeah, the, it wasn't a reason, but he may have. That's not. No, it, well, there, it, it is a part. I mean, in the in the way that like. Yeah, like like a lot of different things go into a horrible tragedy like this, and we shouldn't be obtuse to the fact that video games are a part of this kid's life. Like they're a part of a lot of gay people's life, of young people, and a lot of young people, you know, because they're young, they haven't done a lot of work on separating reality from fantasy. And I think that's true yeah. in a lot of walks of life. So I'll definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, and that's all I'm trying to say. I don't think for one second that, you know, the game, whatever games he was playing, they're at fault in all of this. Yeah. Uh, but what I do kind of believe is that, you know, maybe he did take some influence from those games and go, I'm going to sort out my own score sheet for this, you know, and this is what I'm going to try and do. And as sick and sad as that is, you know, that maybe he did. And that's all I'm saying. I mean, to be fair, the, the source undoes himself in his last paragraph or his last comment, in it? Because Lanza is described as, as, not, as a typical gamer, but as a deranged one. They believe that Lanza, uh, believed that he was, it was the way to pick up the easiest points. I mean, this is pure speculation, isn't it? See, that's it's why he, you're right. This and again, this is one individual's opinion about what it shows yeah. and all this. Stuff. It's why it's why he didn't want to be killed. This is where you you realize that this guy really is is not really as maybe talking sense as he could be. It's why he didn't want to be killed by law enforcement in the code of a gamer, even a deranged gamer like this little bastard. If so, I mean the fact that he called him that, you know, if somebody else kills you, you they get your points. They believe that is why he killed himself. And let's not forget, this is from the New York Daily News, which is kind of a sensationalistic... Oh, is that a bit like the sun in the well, UK? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, 
it's kind of sad. But I think I think we need to stay grounded as gamers, you know, and and people who talk about games in the fact in you know in the fact that we don't become so defensive that we we sort of deny that you know video games can have any sort of influence on crazy people. You gotta recognize. The, the, the effect that it has on each of us in terms of like getting our emotions riled up and getting us yeah. mad and all that. And we have a responsibility to young people to help them differentiate between reality and fantasy. And it's sad when somebody can't do that. But again, yeah, I'd absolutely. say I think this has just as much to do with the way that we look at you know sports rankings and, and looking at the political system as being a horse race all the time. Like, oh, this was a win for the Democrats. This was a win for the Republicans. Blah. Like everything in America is organized around that notion of like if you're not at the top of the hill you're nothing yeah and i think as well that you're right i mean it doesn't matter whether it's video games or whether it's sport or anything it applies in everything doesn't it you know this one-upmanship and sort of being having to be the best at everything that we do you know what i mean in the uk and in america i'm sure it doesn't really make any difference which side of the ocean we come from you know that's just the way life is isn't it indeed anyway moving on i'll talk now because i'm better than you two (laughs) oh uh xcom enemy unknown is coming for the ios yeah this was kind of a big announcement wasn't it because this was at uh reveal the pax east yeah pax east uh yes i'll be i'll be interested to see how much this will be on the iPad compared to its uh, big brother. Interesting. Exxon uh, mm. Enemy Unknown is coming to both. Down version of it. It is coming to both iPhone and iPad developers. Fire Axis Games has announced uh, the reveal came out of PAX East panel attended by Eurogamer, which is where I'm reading this from, um, uh, in which Enemy Unknown lead designer Jake Solomon revealed the upcoming port, which will contain the entire console game. There you go. Um, Fire Axis also announced that the Mac version of XCOM Anyone Known is due on the 25th of April. After uh, that, a new XCOM project was teased. It is unclear if it's going to be a full-fledged sequel or more DLC. So, we don't know. But, quite exciting. But, but basically, XCOM Enemy Unknown is a success story for a turn-based strategy game based on a franchise that is over 15 years old it is a very very good success story and is coming to every platform available i would imagine that i mean obviously with the touch controls on the ipad uh, with the touch controls on the ipad this will be perfect won't yeah it, really and i, I looked at the cool. kind of reveal trailer and it, it looks you know intuitive it looks fine looks like it could yeah. it was born to be on the ipad so it will be I, but I'm, i'll be interested to see how much they, they try and charge for this whether they'll go down the route of you know, selling big volumes at two ninety nine each, or three ninety nine, mm. or four ninety nine, or whether they go for the more premium. I think, you know, what, what would you pay for it? Though? What would you? I don't know. I'd go with like Is a fiver, maybe. Yeah, I think I think a fiver would be a fiver would idea. be like. Stu, and he already owns it for the Steam. Yeah, I've already got it. It's, I've already got it. But you know, to play it on the go, it's a different service, isn't it? Like, and it's something you can play in little. Chunks, no, can chunks, you? I guess. I don't really know. I haven't played it, but I'd pay a fiver for it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Although I do, re- I, I, I remember um, CP saying that some of the missions are quite long, aren't they? So some of them take quite a long time oh, to complete. So. But no, I would, I would have thought the platforms are perfect, sort of fit for it, really, with the touch control. I think with the iPad, the yeah. I don't know about the iPhone. It seems like no. The, you see, this is where some of the trouble comes with the iPhone and you know iPod. It's just too small. You know, it's just too small, isn't it? Okay. Anyway, yeah, that's the news. Is that it for the news Boom. this week? That's it. Boom. News. Boom. Boom. Oh, wait a minute. I need to check. We may have a, a, a late incoming email. Have we got an email? Oh. oh. A late incoming email? And uh, uh, no, it's just a, a Raptor update. Uh, but having said that, we have got some emails, so let's do those for this week. What now? Are you ready? Right, right now. Let's do it. Uh, That ruled. So, yeah. Now, the first one we've got uh, tonight is kind of an interesting one. It's kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. Uh, and this one's from Sean Anderson. Mr. Yeah. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Uh, and he's he's basically... It's kind of funny. And the reason it's kind of funny is that he's, he's called it Digital Snail Mail and a really, really old game. All right. Uh, and, and he's basically sent us... A scanned letter. So he's handwritten a letter, scanned it obviously into his PC and sent us that as an attachment to it. So here we go. Let's read his letter. It's a proper real letter. Here we go. Hey, guys. Hey. Sorry. Muted. Hey. Hey, hey guys. Um, so I thought I'd send you a snail mail digitally. The future of hipster. Digi analog. Digi <laughs> I like that. It's good. It's good. And he's done all little like illustrations and stuff. It's really cool. It's really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Comes across well on a podcast. I know. I'm so sorry you got a few emails last week. So sad. So I discovered the ultimately addictive game of all time. So any speculation as to what game is discovered then? The most addictive game of all time. <laughs> nope. Nope. It's not Skyrim. It's not Skyrim. Call of Duty. Is it, is it big? Is it is it being a PIMP? Is it a what a what? Being a pimp. I guess pimps. And it's sexy. It's not Peggle. It's not Peggle because that's very addictive, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. What? No ideas? Any Hello? guesses? No more. Are you ready? Here we go. Here we. I'll give you a drum roll. Diablo 2. Equals Digital Crack, period. It's a good game. I don't remember being addictive like crack. I don't know. I've never played it. I've never played it. You played this, Chinny, Diablo 2? Maybe. Maybe. Torchlight. Yeah, I played Torchlight. Pretty much the same game. Okay. I must have played for a day straight. My guy looks like this, and he's done a, a little drawing of a knight with a bloody mace and everything. And he's, he's put, he has a mace. We can see that. It's a good drawing. I'm impressed. Um, my eye's got all bloodshot. <laughs> and he's even drawn a little bloodshot eye at the side. Oh, yeah, I can see the better now. It's cool, it's cool. 
yeah, okay, I know. <laughs> Diablo Why don't 2. We put these on our website. I know. Is old as sin. And it took me forever to get working on my Mac, but it's so good. Really, I can't believe how amazing it is. It's like, oh, it looks a bit crap. And I wasn't sure about the top-down view, but it's so good. Anyway, I think I'm going to check out Diablo 3 next. I think I understand the hype now. Yeah, I got gotcha. Don't believe the hype! Now, play it if you haven't yet, Sean. I just played it. Oh, you mean the game? No, I think he means the game. Oh, I get you. Yeah, you see. So thank you very much, Sean. Do you know, I feel like I should play Diablo 3, but like, because I could play it, couldn't I? <laughs> you could. You have a PC. Do you have a PC? I have a PC. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I have a PC. You don't talk about it. it enough. Here's the problem. I don't... Diablo 2, that came out when every game was, it was before the high definition revolution, right? So most games were standard yeah. definition back then, right? Yeah. So if you were to play it while while driving, for instance, in a car, that wouldn't be very good. No. No. I need to you play need... some AD games while I'm rolling in my car. <laughs> you need to book a bigger yeah. car. <laughs> yeah. 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 I did. I did wonder where that was going. I must admit. Having a setup like that would cost. I don't know. Probably like five hundred dollars. Maybe even no, more. No, more than that, mate. Yeah, more. I don't know. No, a less. Bit too much. Less than that. Yeah, maybe a bit. Like $580 then. Mm, a little no, bit more. No, a slight bit. Yeah, a little bit. Chad Wooden wipes his ass with $600. All right. Yeah, right, that's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Um, yeah, no, I feel like I should play it, but or, I don't Stu talks about that one some more. <clears throat> no, but I, I always, I don't know why it's appealing. I'm a bit like him before he played it, I guess. I, I don't know why I would want to. I see it, and I think, yeah, it looks cool, but I'm just... Eh. Well, I mean, how how much did you stick with Torchlight? I didn't. That was trouble. Probably I played quite a bit of it. money for Diablo 3, because it's basically the same game. Yeah. Or even by Torchlight 2, where you can play multiplayer. I mean, to be fair, okay, I know that, don't get me wrong, people who are about to write in with angry, they're not the same! I know that Torchlight is more cutesy, and, you know, it's a little more casual, and uh, Diablo's more hardcore, and more blood and stuff, but it, it's, you know, same basic concept. Yeah, I know. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I did nearly pick up Torchlight 2 when it was in the sale last time, and it was about six quid or seven quid what, or something. This. Go on the Reddit subreddit game deals, and then wait for wait for somebody to post something about it. it's five quid, and then you can get it real cheap. And then yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. Are you on that's that one? Did I send that one to you, Chenny? Game deals? No. Game deals. Anyway, next uh, email is from our regular emailer to the show, uh, Jason. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder what what he'll be telling us about his bowel movements this week. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, he says this. Duke has a Coke machine in his basement. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's loaded to the brim and not with Nuka-Cola either. Pure original Coca-Cola. Oh, because we had to talk about the cocaine in Coca-Cola. Uh, that dude is wired when he hits that soundboard. <laughs> Actually, I don't think Duke needs cocaine to become wired yeah i do really. <laughs> i think he's wired enough already god can you imagine duke on cocaine oh my god <laughs> that would be pretty horrifying i think he's headed why are the walls talking why are the walls talking <laughs> can, you, can you imagine how long has that oh, wall been there there's no wall there we're in a field quiet <laughs> down uh, yeah. asking about yourself You're talking. lying now are you it'd just be cra- that'd be craziness uh, in relation to talk of Duke soundbites, I won't name any names here, but dude, you are a genuine reason for people to listen to the OC. 
A family man that loves good music and games. You fall asleep when the guys get too boring. Or maybe you're just an old fart. You play great games like Dark Souls and Year Walk. By the way, played a silent age. You confess to mailing dried up feces to Chinny's address. My personal favourite episode. You always initiate some good toilet humour, but man, what were you thinking, Kenny? Oh my god, they killed Kenny. You oh my god, they killed Kenny. Uh, look, at it, look, in his last email to the veteran gamers, he stated that he defended the soundbites, but not the important conversations of cubicles, which he unknowingly initiated on his very own show. It's my duty to defend the greatest <laughs> podcast podcast in the world, the Veteran Gamers. I couldn't count the last these gentlemen provide each and every week. Remember that scene with Kenny in The Walking Dead? He just bent over cowardly, leaving Lee and zero support. I can't be Kenny. When I'm not too busy killing cannibals and zombies, I listen to the Veteran Gamers. Once my lovely wife came in from picking up her groceries and I was still listening to you guys, she heard something about bitches and Jesus and said, so that's what you listen to. <laughs> I stuck up for you guys, of course. I defended your immature ratings, uh, your immature rantings and loss, but I defended them nonetheless. No offence, seriously, but I'm taking a little inspiration from John Lennon here when I say, give cubicles a chance. Make love, not war. I'll make a deal with you guys. Get Duke to stop playing Skyrim and get Chinny to complete the new version of Deadly Premonition. Get the daddy. Never gonna happen. Get the daddy to complete Castlevania Lords of Shadows on the Xbox. Yeah, I did play a bit of that. Uh, and may and may my side of the Cubicle Chronicles rest in peace forever. I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky. Good luck and have a coke and a smile. I am. P.S. Don't buy a PU for Lego City. If you have a 3DS. By the moon and the stars in the sky. If you have a 3DS, it will have a version in April. I did notice that. I thought I'll wait for that till that comes out. Uh, last shout out Luigi's Mansion and DuckTales. And woohoo! Also, Steam. Steam, I love you. Microsoft better have some original Coke up their sleeves. Jason Gallagher. So there you go. When I'm not killing zombies, I'm listening to the Veteran Gamers podcast. There you go. Uh, yes, last one from Stuart Lecky, Scottish Stew, all the way in Canada. That's where he is. Yeah. Uh, and his is entitled, You Asked For It. Okay, since you guys seem to be moving more and more to PC, except Chinny, stay strong, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here. Uh, I thought I would write a PC-based question, the answer to which I've been dying to know. Am I the only person in the world with a PC capable of running it that has never played or indeed got any interest in it? World of Warcraft. Apparently. Well, actually, yeah, do you know? Have you ever played? I mean, Chini's played this, haven't you? You've played this game. What? World of Warcraft. Yeah, briefly. Do you know, I, again, I don't get it. No, I didn't get it either. I feel like if you play World of Warcraft, it's the only thing you play. Nerd. Yeah. You know, there's um, there's a guy where I work who plays World of Warcraft, and he'd been he he told me how how long he'd been playing, it, and it was something ridiculous, like thirty seven weeks straight. So what, what about if you added up 
between you and him on... Well, if it isn't the leader of the Wiener Patrol. If you added up all the time that you put into games across all games you played, Stu. Forever. But I don't just play one game. So, you know, it's the same thing. You just play different games, he plays one. Glass houses, man. No, I don't disagree. But I don't get the appeal. Again, it's a bit like, I don't know. I just don't get the appeal I, I, of it. I get what you're saying, Stu. Like, hey, can you play one game? Yeah, I can play just but one game. He's like, like, but like, he, say, he's like right? how can you not play World of Warcraft? That's what you see, I, look, I like lasagna. But I wouldn't want to like live the rest of my life eating lasagna every night. You haven't had the right lasagna. Well, maybe not. You know what I mean, though? It's like, I don't get it. Because I like variety. I want a bit of variety. Big head like this bookie book. <laughs> Just the one wife for you, then, Stu? <laughs> Just the one wife for me, mate. Yep. My one wife. You sticking to that story? <laughs> yes. Okay. Ooh, touche. Uh, no, but it's true. It's true, though, Changing isn't the it? subject quickly there. <laughs> yeah, well, we're talking about video games. That has nothing to do with my wife. Uh, <laughs> what have you got to uh, go to work yeah. against you? What kind of business trip is this? Okay, hey, look. Okay, look. Another thing, right? Okay, here's another one. Like... I like the film, The Matrix, but like I like other films too. I wouldn't want to sit and watch The Matrix every day. Here's the I'm not going to stick up for World of Warcraft because I never played it. I don't know. But as somebody who, as some people realize, uh, I play <laughs> a game for quite a bit. There's a yeah. lot in that game. Some people See, might Sky. you playing all your games on the PC, and they will go, why don't you play some on the DS? Why don't you play more games on the iPad? Why don't you play games here, games there? There's a lot to do in that one game. And people who play World of Warcraft might look at people who buy a lot of different games and go, why are you wasting all that money? I guess. Sky, I mean, Skyrim is your World Skyrim of Warcraft. Skyrim is my World of Warcraft. You see, the thing is, though, right? Okay. I read this book, and I keep telling you... <laughs> To read this book because I think you would like it and it's good. Ready play it's good because it's like about economies and it's about video games and stuff. Called For the Win. For the Win. For the Win by uh, is it uh, Thingy Doctor O Corey Doctor O. No, 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 I don't. Think I, he wrote that one. Did he? I think he did. No, anyway, player, For the Win. One. Anyway, For the Win. Okay, go ahead. Um, and, and obviously there's, there's a lot of it's not it's not called obviously World of Warcraft in the book because yeah, presumably you get for stuff. Yeah. But it basically is that, you know, they basically is that what they're playing or some of the games are playing. Yeah, and they make it they do make it sound exciting, you know, this all teaming up and everyone has a role and everyone has to do their thing right or you fail and you know, taking down these giant a, bosses and all this stuff. Yeah, sorry, I think that is that is the thing. Like we don't know what it's like to really be in a group that gels in that way because we've never done it. Playing World of Warcraft, uh, you know, by yourself or just coming in, that's not what it's meant to be. You're supposed to find a group you really work well with, and then that's the experience. It's as much about the community as it is about the game. So, oh, absolutely. I mean, people can't judge it because we've never been in that zone. People have gotten married in World of Warcraft, and I'm yeah. damn sure they've had funeral celebrations to people that have passed away you know and, and that's whatnot. true about second life too let's not get carried away here well yeah it is but world of warcraft is kind of different oh, isn't it really but, uh, yeah anyway he goes on to say i am sure there are others like me right yeah well both of us pc type gamers who've never played it yeah. um also this week's play date was awesome yeah yeah 
I still can't hear Duke. Well, lucky for you. No, I'm not. Ah, it was a joke. It was a joke. But myself and Combat Chinos worked well together, and I had a ton of laughs with Dino. Uh, more Left for Dead anytime. Cheers, fellas, and thanks to Stu for the audio app help. Scotty Stu in Calgary. So, yeah, I gave him, a, I gave him some advice on editing stuff because he's going to start doing some recordings of things. Well, that's so. very nice of you. I know, I'm always very helpful. Oh, he's very helpful. Well, yours isn't bloody audio recording. Yours is filming <laughs> stuff. I'm t- the AWP territory. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I, like to, I like to help people out. Anyway. I like to talk. Uh, I know, I always like to talk. Although, uh, this week, I think we're going to finish a bit early. So, there might be a bit of, bit of Bioshock Infinite. Might get it loaded we up just to have a quick geometry. We try to play some games. You know. Not that I'm trying to finish the show any earlier than normal okay, or bye. anything, you know. Just, just say. That's it. Um, Listen, everybody. But we do need to, uh, yeah, so that's about it, really, apart from getting some shout-outs. And it is going to be probably the shortest show. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! Coincidence. In the order. I know, yeah. I wonder why that might be. So, anyway, that being said, uh-huh. um, let's have Duke first. Duke, hold Yeah, you. I got a bunch of shout-outs here. First of all, new members on the site. Uh, let's see, which new members do we have? New VG Hub member networks. Come on, people, get signed up. Uh, all right, my shout-outs include Amoruso for the Lost Couragement. We're about a third of the way through Season 3 now, and I don't know, it kind of feels like they're dragging it on just for the sake of dragging it out, but whatever. Uh, we're going to finish it, so don't worry. Thanks, everybody, for encouragement. But I, the Duchess is away for a week, and I'm just sitting here left with the cliffhanger. Anyway, shout out to Grissy Fishlips. Fine. Everybody, look, cave stories, nothing like Mario. God, why does it matter? Everybody's so angry about this. Nothing I've ever said has generated this much anger. Yeah, I guess you're right. Who cares? Uh, T.A. Faraday, enjoy Nuclear Dawn, and I love you too. Uh, so, so uh, just a minute, just a minute. Can I just go back there? Yes. Just a minute. So, so what we said about cave story, Just I was distracted for a second, then I heard you say cave story. Like anybody fucking gives a shit. So what, what happened to, to explain? Everybody keeps kvetching about it. Nothing like Mario. Nothing like Mario. Ah! <laughs> oh. What, do you mean they agree with me and not with you? Uh, that's it, right? <laughs> that, you relish in it, Stu. Let me just... Let's just see. It doesn't happen, it doesn't happen very often, Stu. I saw the way you tried to smooth over that without me noticing. <laughs> but it's true. Surface Lizards uh, put up some funny Team Raider... <laughs> Steam's screenshot captions. Hello, darlings. So, cheers. Like, for instance, at one point, she's holding up a torch, and the caption said, the annual Statue of Liberty Impression Gala was underattended this year. I thought that's pretty funny. He did a good job with those captions. So, thank you, Surface Lizard, for those. It was very amusing on Steam. Uh, GH Rocker sent me that Simpsons commercial that I played at the start of the show, and Turtle 502 is paranoid. Dude, there's someone behind you. Look out. It's a little cute picture of the girl with the shirt. Na 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 Batman. And then he's like, there's a guy behind him. He's in the fireplace. No, there isn't. You're a weirdo. Join us next no Sunday idea. for the Wait, Gears of War Judgment play date. Yay. Yay on the four maps. <laughs> and hopefully Redbox will give me the right disc this time. Anyway, hopefully. Oh, there's a th- I've had a thought, right, because Gears of War. Oh, yeah, I should say this. Gears of War Judgment comes with a free code to play Gears of War 1. Alright, okay. 
So, I'll put it out there. If somebody wants to my code for Gears of War 1, then let me know, because you can have it. Because I have Gears of War 1 still. Oh, I love that game. But my other thought was, does this mean people are playing Gears of War 1 again on multiplayer? Maybe. Maybe. Because... I do. I mean, there ain't much of a multiplayer on Gears of War Judgment. (laughs) I know, yeah. So, if somebody wants um, the Gears of War 1 code, send me a direct message on Twitter, or just tweet me, if I'm not following you, um, at at Chinny1985, I think my Twitter is, and then, yeah, you can have it, because I'm not that fussed, so... Cool. Yeah. Very nice too. Um, well, I'm going to do for my shout outs, I'm going to um, do a bit of Facebook stuff because we didn't do that, do we? So I should do, I've got a little bit of Facebook stuff. So let's do that. All it is, all it is, the Facebook stuff is. Don't you think I was right on KF Story? No, all it is. <laughs> I should have put that up. Bioshock <laughs> Infinite's coming out. It's got great reviews. What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. No, no. I, I did, before I put any of that stuff up, I did put one up. So who's getting Bioshock Infinite? Come on, just get it right. Just Listen, and how excited are you on a scale of 1 to 10? So, the, But there's some that aren't. I'm kind of shocked. Anyway, here we go. Uh, Dean Hodges said he's uh, excited at uh, level 9. Uh, looks like the PC is the way to go. Glad I got the Green Man deal. So am I, mate. So am I, mate. It's very good. Uh, Adam Lindfield says, Zero. Bzzz. Bios. There you go. So he's falling asleep about it. How can you? How can someone be like that? I'm just like, what? <laughs> the interesting <laughs> thing about that is... What is that all about? He doesn't share the opinion of you. Not no, everybody in our community thinks exactly no. like. What the hell? Now, opinions are, are right for everybody. Anyway, Andrew Kirk says, 10, pick up my Songbird edition Tuesday morning. James Bearden says, 8, I haven't finished one yet. Thanks for the sudden spoilers on show 163, by the way. Look, it's an old game, man. It's 2007. 2007 yeah, August. For God's sake. Man. August 2007. Yeah, for God's sake, man. I, uh, Daniel, record, I didn't give any spoilers about it. Yeah, I know. Daniel Luke Hall said, 10, just hope it's going to be as good as I want it to be after just finishing Far Cry 3 and Tomb Raider. It's got a lot to live up to. There's been some good games this year, aren't there? Tomb Raider and now this. Tell you, I'm excited. Uh, James Bearden said, there was also Mass Effect 3 spoilers, elusive man, which I have also avoided since the day came out. Ah, oh, well, I guess I should have played it sooner. Yeah, you bloody should have done it's not. You know, I, mean, I, I don't like that. I don't like the idea that people <laughs> shouldn't listen to our show if they haven't play, played a game from like two years ago. You're allowed to <laughs> not play games right away. I don't. I don't go with that. I don't know. I, out of all the things that happened in Mass Effect Three, I, I think I don't think that really that's not, yeah, exactly. That's not much of a spoiler. I, that was, no. like, I mean, he, it's not that interesting to be honest. He's there. <laughs> no. Whatever. No. Uh, Colin Smith said, "Is Elusive Man not a Mass Effect One spoiler?" Lol. Actually, wasn't he? Didn't he only get introduced in two? He was only started in two. Yeah, he did start in two, didn't he? Anyway, uh, SLA said I haven't played one yet either, James. But I didn't hear the spoilers. Just shows how much attention I pay. Uh, Alan Bennett said zero. Tried to finish the first Bioshock four times. Jeez. Just couldn't get on with anything in that game. I had trouble the first time I played it. You all remember that? Yep. Yeah, we all remember that. <laughs> Richard Primrose said, Oh yeah, Ken Levine is the man, and this game should leave even more fond memories of this generation of consoles. 
which was a nice way to finish. So what's, thank what's you. What's your excitement much. level, Duke? Um, probably like an eight. I'm uh, a, I, I think I'm an eight. I'm, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna buy it and think, yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not like going crazy about it at the moment. I'm a ten all the way, but I'm so excited. We hadn't noticed. <laughs> Really. <laughs> anyway, that being said, I do, and I know I shout him out every single week, but I'm going to do it again this week. Uh, yeah, Richard Primrose, I'm going to give him a, an additional shout out because he was on the Transatlantic Rants, and he was it was. I can't album. download that on my phone. Can you not? That's weird because no, it, it it works with Instacast absolutely. Oh, fine. something's wrong with your. No, well you've got Instacast. Oh, you, so, you suck. Uh, yeah, you suck, man. Maybe it's because I'm not a PC gamer or something. Maybe it is. Uh, but yeah, it works fine with Instacast, so I don't know why. Do do. Uh, so yeah, one shout out for you uh, and all the usual people at SLH and GH Rocker and all those other people who always tweet us and Facebook us and send us emails. And keep the emails, send us some more emails. And also, send us some more iTunes reviews because we can't play the sound clip unless you send them to us. Yo. So we... Nope, nope. Can't play, uh, can't uh, play it unless uh, you've uh, sent them. Are any Twitters? Uh, that, not really. Nothing significant. Don't hit it. Don't oh, hit it. it. Nothing significant. Ballet bunny because it's her birthday. Yeah. yeah, we'll all be there. Birthday to you, Ballet bunny. Yeah. Ben. Happy birthday, Ballet bunny. All right, that's it. Thanks, everybody. Is that it? Yep. Done. Time for I mean, to play done. Bioshock Infinite. Oh, boy, you can't wait. Oh, boy, 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 I just Actually, I just found transatlantic rants. Oh, uh, did you? Actually, I should have given another shout out really when I think about if it. If only you could somehow do that now. I know, I'll do it now. Uh, to IP, who's been at PAX. Bless him. Oh, that's really? Yeah. yeah he's, cool. been, he's been tweeting still. He's been tweeting cool. still. So, uh, oh, we had a good time there, mate. He, he did send a, a pic to Twitter of his haul of goodies that he managed to acquire nice. whilst he was there. Nice. Uh, by the way, have your my press passes have arrived as yours? Nope. Ooh. That's kind of interesting. Mine came two days ago. Was that two or three days ago they've come? Nope. Mm. <gasps> uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, but I've got mine. And also, you don't care, as long as yours turn up. Yeah, as long as mine turn up, I'll give a shit. No, um, also, School Duggaro is booked in the Beaver with us. So he's in, the, oh, he's in there as well. We're all going to be at the Beaver. To be honest, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much of your decision about where to stay had to do with the fact that the place was named the Beaver? <laughs> oh, I think it's high. I think it is high. 70% of your decision, wasn't it? Nothing to do with it. I'll bet if there were a, a, a hotel of equal quality that was called like the Overnight Inn, you'd be like, ah, I don't want to stay in this dump. Well, the, the hotel that we stayed at last last year was perfectly fine, very close, very it nice, was, nice breakfast. All you could ask for, really, for... Yeah, yeah, look at yeah. a decent, and he, he just wants to stop at the Beaver because it's called the Beaver. Well, that's it. No, it's because everyone, everyone else is stopping there. So, well, well, why doesn't everybody else stop where we are? 
Well, because they'd already booked it. Someone had already oh, booked it. This MJW had already booked He said, I've already booked at the Beavers. You'd all come here. It's fine. It's true. So I booked you just the wanted beaver. to be able to say, I'm off to get some Beaver now. That's all you... <laughs> I don't want to be able... What are you... I would never do a thing like that. <laughs> yeah. You know me better than that. I don't make smutty innuendos. Double on torn drawers. And all that kind of jive. I, you know, I just keep it clean, man. Keep it clean. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, I would, I would never do a thing like that. Never in my life. Oh. Yeah, I would, I would never do that. And I swear, like the shadow that's by your side. All right. By the way, the dog the way. wants to walk. I gotta go, people. Oh, I was just going to finally finish off by saying Feng Chui. Feng Chui. Uh, taking the day off work tomorrow. He's going to be queuing up outside game at 8 o'clock in the morning to pick up his copy of Bioshock Infinite and then he's going to spend the rest of the day playing. I know he's a so, fucking nerd. There you go. <laughs> Look, I would never say that. Like <laughs> does Who does stuff like that? Grobe. I mean, yeah, as soon as you wake up, you want us to. I know. GTA 5. <laughs> I'm quick. That's what I'll be doing, that dude. Oh, I'm just looking here, ready to play. GTA 5, I'll be queuing out like a week before. You will be, won't you? You'll be there, like, you'll be there in your sleeping bag look, outside the shop. Look, Weston, I can't come in. Uh, I just, oh, I feel so bad. I, uh, I've got a thing. No, why you're gone. Yeah, because he'll be taking a day off as well. <laughs> exactly. Sleeping bag. Stone Studio has decided to go on hiatus to protest some injustice somewhere. <laughs> That's from media. Yeah. That's from hey, media. Get it right. Get yeah. All right, I got to go. See you guys later. All right, we're gone. Okay, dokie. Bye-bye. 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 And bye to all the listeners, all the lovely listeners out there. And you. And you is you in particular. Yes, you, the satin. Yeah, you know who satin you are. Guitar, you yeah. On your way to work, you know, listening to us, coming in your ears. Don't yeah, do a piece of cake, I know, I'm sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't. Cause, yeah, anyway, we're going. Bye.